Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. good thanks man i only got two more in me yeah that's right one more in me now yeah today and thursday and then uh, yeah we got four more shows left wow no now we got three more (laughs) once we get started this show now Uh, it counts less than four shows left (laughs) uh good morning guys hey 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 man what's up hi y'all dan good (laughs) (laughs) fair to midland all right. All right. Hey, does anybody know what a uh, cookie exchange party is? I do. I think I'm assuming so. it's potluck for cookies. Yeah. I don't know. My wife was stressing out last night about being invited to one of these. And uh, I guess it's on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And she is woefully unprepared. I can give you kind of a gist of it if you want. Well, she was invited to this thing like last night. And the event is on Thursday. That's a little short notice. I know. Just saying. Well, the uh, the person throwing this party said, 
Well, I sent you the info, sent you the invite, and my wife goes, I never got it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who's fibbing, but either way. Clearly there was a cancellation. They're sliding her in. I think it's either way. <laughs> either way, she needs seven dozen cookies. Yeah. Oh, seven dozen cookies by Thursday. I know where two trays are right now. Oh, that's right. In yeah, the, and they're in the good, kitchen. too. They're solid. Oh, in the kitchen, there's like two trays of cookies. Nobody yeah. would know. Oh, she's down yeah, to five. Oh, now Dude, everybody's going to know. Scott? Yeah, you jerk. No, what you were going to say was she can make some oh, that look just yeah, like Yeah, because they're really good. I think and she could take those, those recipes. Use yeah. those trays, yeah. too, because there's, 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 well, there's only half a tray in there. reason to throw them away. Yeah, there's about seven dozen in there. That's doing the math there. It's perfect. It's 84 cookies. Yeah. 84 cookies by Thursday. Yeah, that's that's so I but I don't even know I don't even know what what this is. I don't know what a cookie exchange party is. All right, so let's say there's five of us. Okay? And we are having a cookie exchange party. Okay. So you First of make, all, I'd say why. You make you make <laughs> your house? stop it. Here, right here. Here. We're doing it okay. here. You make your cookies, okay? You make some to sample. Uh -huh. And then you take them and you put them in a bag too, like individually sealed bag, like a baggie or Tupperware, whatever you want to put it in. Oh, this is a whole thing. That's oh, a whole involved so, so you So you show up, okay? There's, there are party you, rules right here I'm reading. So you show up, rules. okay? And then when you show up, everybody samples the cookies and then they go, hmm, I really like Riz. I really like your snickerdoodles. And you go, <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, what do you got over there? Oh, you got mint chocolate chips? Okay, cool. And you exchange the cookies. You give them the Tupperware, they give you your, their their Tupperware. And there's the cookie. That's exchange. it. And then you're dating. Ah. And then if you don't, if you rules? don't, if you don't, legally want, you're married. Legally, in, you're in, married in Bangladesh. Uh -huh. You don't have really to take weird. their cookies. If you try it and you're like, this ain't for me, you don't have to take it. So if you're left at the end of the day with uh, your own cookies, you're the last kid picked in dodgeball. Oh. oh, that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. What are the rules of this thing? Well, there's 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 a couple different variations, but if I'm just gonna find something that's easier for you, here's the eight steps to hosting a cookie swap. One, By the way, way I, too many I steps. Would first hate, of all, I would hate going to this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that's I probably think that why really you shocks invited. anybody in this room. Number one, send out invita uh, invitations, invite guests three to four weeks in advance. Okay, not okay, so not three days. for one. Okay. Step two, choose cookies to bake. Step three, create display cards. Four, set up a, pa a packaging station. Five, offer boxes packaging for station. gift giving. Six, offer ribbon and other trimming. Seven, decorate your plate. Eight, prepare for the swap. And then this is one of the longer articles I've ever read about the uh, easy steps and rules to uh, cookie exchanges. <laughs> where's, the, where's the step where it says have fun? Or you could go back to step one where it says, sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> step one is stress out. Two is politely decline. Okay. Sorry, I'm scrapbooking that day. Cook, oh, yeah. She's cook, not going to this thing. Yeah, this cookies should be homemade and seasonally appropriate. They should be imperishable enough to last several days after baking. Cookies should be made by scratch by an adult. Oh, No I said, burnt cookies. My advice was just go buy them. No, just yeah, go buy cookies. Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, no. just go buy cookies and pretend they're your own. Yeah, yeah this is supposed rules, to be sure, Yeah, this man. is supposed to be a thing where you make the cookies um, and you do all that stuff. It's a little too late. You know what's funny is so you know how my family does the Italian Christmas cookie bake yeah and my mom was like bummed that it's the sunday after we're done she's like i can't get the fellas their cookies no, i'm like i think no. it'd be okay mom i she think they're go good. early she can do it early it's okay <laughs> right we're okay with that i think she should just go and buy the cookies yeah 
I, I think that she should not. No. You go to a decent that is, bakery, that is, no then way. you don't worry about it. You are fine. Uh, no. no way she no-call no-shows. Dude, I think- There's no I think, way 84 cookies are being made. Are, Listen to me. I'm spitting in their face. I'm with the trimmins. I'm, in, I'm, I'm in, agree, in agreement with him here. Well, you need, you need to- it, it is better for her not to show up than for her to bring store-bought. Because that's her going, I'm here because you told me to. And everybody else went through the effort of making the cookies. And then she's going to bring up store, she's going to bring store-bought cookies. And people are going to go, oh, that's Milano's? Cool. I can buy these at the store. Or you could say, hey, I was told three days three days ago. Then you just don't and go. And that's why you think. don't go. Yeah. I mean, but if she, if, but if I she think, truly I think, wants to although, go. I'm telling you, store-bought I, is worse when I than, came than down, not showing. Speaking of Milano's, when I came downstairs this morning, there was the big box of Milano's that we, we have in our cupboard out on the table. So that's I'm what she was going to do? She was maybe thinking to unpack those and pass them off as I'm her own. I'm telling that. you, yeah, she will be don't show up. Just don't show up. <laughs> Which listen, is brilliant. Listen, Miss Riz, just don't show up. Don't do it. Yeah, I she's going to bring those and someone else is going to have the exact same cookie. <laughs> Awkward. Boy, boy. You know what this is? These taste just like Milano's. I, I found boy, the recipe on the internet. You know yeah. what this is? This you is Pepper Farmer run for their money. <laughs> this is boy. You sell these. You even have the packaging. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Boy Scout who goes to Hobby Lobby or wherever and buys the follow these instructions and put together your Pinewood Derby car versus the the Boy Scout that actually builds his with his dad or whatever. Oh, you know what the Pinewood Derby, the dads do the whole, the oh, whole thing. Doesn't yeah, matter. At least so, the dads are doing it. Yeah, this kid's yeah. bringing a matchbox to a Pinewood Derby car. Why not go to a regular bakery and just go get the cookies made? This is her. This is her going to a baking. Anybody else's? This is her going to a baking competition with an Entenmann's. That's what this is. Don't you want people to enjoy what you bring? Yeah. Go to a real nice bakery and have them. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's actually going above and beyond. That'll cost else more. Else can do that. This What's is, that nice bakery? There's a nice don't bakery do in. Um, don't do it. They're gonna Kirkwood. do this as in much Kirkwood. as you want, man. They're it's gonna, not gonna work. They're gonna oh, sniff Nath you Nathaniel out. Reed. Have you heard of that bakery? Uh, uh I know there was a Fetterhoffers back in the day. I don't know if that's still around. Nathaniel Reed. That's like the new hip bakery in town. If there's anybody not to upset, it's a baker. A whole bunch of bakers is even worse. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You are. These aren't bakers. These are housewives. These are people that bake. You don't know that. Just because they're housewives, you stereotyping? Is that what you're saying? Ooh. No, I'm saying a well, group I mean, of 14 on. women or 10 women that are getting together. To Should they all be pregnant, too? At I a mean. cookie. You stop it. <laughs> you're getting distracted. He's going to let her you take store-bought stuff. It's, 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 it's bad. It's bad. Because then she's going to be known as, remember when... Uh, Ms. Rizzuto showed up with. They're gonna find oh, out. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna find out. If you bring in a perfect cookie, go to Fetterhoffers. It'll be fine. If you bring in a perfect cookie, it's a bakery. I don't, I don't even bakery. know if it's still around. <laughs> ah, you're screwed, dude. Fetterhoffers Bakery. There you go. You better go straight home after uh, after the show today and start and start baking. Start baking. Yeah, I huh. almost think it's even better for her to go buy the the log of chocolate chip cookies and slice them and then put them on the pan, <laughs> bake them, and then bring them. Because oh, but, then it's at least a little bit of You know what you do? You just put little Hershey Kisses in the middle and go, that, <laughs> that's her doing show. something. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, I'm being for real. That's her doing something. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, over the uh, Thanksgiving break, uh, I bought uh, biscuits in a tin. You know, the... Yeah, the red tin. Yeah. Or is it the, blue? The blue tin. Yeah, mm -hmm. the ones that's got like, a, the there's the swirl cookie with the with the sugar crystals on top. No, no, there's no, also was, the regular. It was like, it was like a buttermilk biscuits. I don't know what that is. You don't know what buttermilk biscuits are? And the, and the tin that you, you bake. Yeah, it's like the, the British. The Royal oh, Dance ones? Yeah. 
I know what he's talking about. You know, you put them in the oven, you, it, 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 they, they come uh, as if you're getting the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, you're talking about oh, the long. The yeah, 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 yeah. The okay. yeah he's okay. saying the Pillsbury tin. You were thinking yeah. like a round tin. I was thinking tin. this. Like, yeah. When you say buttermilk biscuits yeah, in a no, tin, no, that's no, what no, I'm no. thinking. No, I, I should have said the tube. The tube, you, you unroll yeah, and it the, pops yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, that's how they do croissants and all kinds right. of things. Right, so over the Thanksgiving break, I, uh, I made some because my, my brother-in-law and his family were in, and everybody was sleeping, and I got up, I put them in the oven, and there were biscuits for breakfast. And my sister-in-law comes downstairs, she goes, she goes, oh, my God, biscuits. I said, yeah, I've been baking all morning. <laughs> I said, I got up at like 6 o'clock in the morning. and I just clean up all the flour. Right. And she bought it, and I never told her the truth. Oh, no. <laughs> so, some, there's two different Still, people. She two, thinks I'm a great baker. Two different people in she the chat room said. Roll with it. Just roll she with was it. raving about the biscuits. I think she told people. That's fine. Two different people say about seven dozen cookies should take no more than two hours. And if you think about it, they're probably right. That's once you get all of the ingredients together. Or 45 to minutes prep, two Fetter hours Fetter Hoffers, you got a tray of baklava. There you go. You're fine. <laughs> you know what? 84 when you, baklava. When you say... When you say this is a baklava party. When you say cookie exchange, I think Jeff's wife immediately. This is something that's right up her alley. Yeah. She would love this. Yeah. She would love it. She would show up with 14 dozen. And go, just in case nobody likes these, I brought these two. She can be bought, just so you know. Mm. Hell, I'll make you cookies. Yeah, we may, we've been making cookies every other week. I think we should do Toll House. Why not? What do you mean we? I'm not involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to yourself. Yeah, I say, let us know. When... What do you mean we? <laughs> we don't want to interrupt. But... <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. Where's my Scott, get me my uh, hand basin. Okay. I'm going to wash my hands of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's new for 2019 in here. A hand basin. Like <laughs> you go wash your hands of things. I will officially wash my hands of this. I like it. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, but then you got to get the packaging and all that stuff. Where is she on this? You think? Yeah. Why does she just say I'm uninterested? Like, hey, thanks. I just well, don't have enough time. You know why? With all because this stuff it's, going a, it's on. a client of hers. Well, then she better participate and I better know, get to going. So that means it's like the organic fancy schmancy stuff, right? Yeah. Ooh. Listen, man. It's time to, I mean, and, and don't say all Time the, to get bacon. And don't yeah. say uh, all the stuff. You literally could go and get Tupperware that already have, like, snowmen on it. Hey, you know, we'll get a couple uh, couple blue packs of the Chips Ahoy. Yep. Yeah. No, Lay them out. No, You'll be fine. No, come on, man. You <laughs> at least got to put something in the oven, damn it. <laughs> pair that, you know, this you, pair that, you pair that with a little Coles cash, you're fine. <laughs> He's just gonna get soft batch and put them in the oven, see what happens, see if they harden up. I don't a little love bit. soft batch. I'm not a big fan either. Those the cookies that I just I had two of the cookies that were in the kitchen. They're both they were both soft. Oh, I love soft. And I like soft mm. chocolate chip cookies, but not the soft batch. Yeah, the chips soft batch. Ahoy. That's because they so, taste like. You know, they taste like chemicals, chemicals from yeah. the seventies. Yeah. They, they taste like chemicals. I bet you would like those. I, I much rather have. Mm. See, if I'm if I'm eating a cookie, like if I'm like, man, I'm really craving cookies. I want a hard cookie that I can dunk. Yeah. I'm not gonna go. Nah, let's just eat what some cookies. No I did this morning. You still go hard if you if there's no dunking, or do you go soft? It doesn't matter. I, I'm not a big guy on sweets anyway, so like you know, I the only reason I ate those cookies that were in the kitchen there is because they were there, and I walked by and went, mm, I haven't had a cookie I, in a listen. while. I didn't know what a cookie exchange was. That's a good point. Now I know. 
Somebody says peanut butter between two Ritz crackers with chocolate poured over the top. Boom, cookie done. Yeah, you can go no bake too with the oatmeal. So a Ritz cookie. It says two Ritz crackers with peanut butter in the middle, and then you you melt chocolate and you either dip them or pour chocolate on top. That sounds actually delicious. Yes. It's an interesting, interesting flavor combo there. I, I've had something like that before, but because there was the Ritz a banana cracker's involved. got its own kind of thing going on. Yeah, that buttery salt. Yeah, kinda. the buttery salty thing. Check this out. I'm, I'm, hang on. He's, Shut my eyes. He's I'm eating to taste it, right, it right, now. right now. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> Imagine I mean, this. Do you like it? I mean, do you like the? Imagine this, Riz. Ritz cracker. Ritz cracker. Thinly sliced, uh, like a, a, a silver dollar of banana. No, Ritz cracker, peanut butter, banana, Hershey Kiss on top. Yeah, we're melting chocolate now. We're not have to melt. You don't have to melt it. We're not melting it. Nobody said melt that. I'm just First talking about in all, general, not for this. You got to no worry weed, about the remember? banana slice going brown in the meantime. No, there is that weed because I got to hear about it. Though. Oh. Huh? There is always weed because I got to hear about it. Then tell her not to do it. How difficult. <laughs> Say, hey, hey, here's a super easy recipe for blank cookie. I printed this out for you. Here you go. Or go, don't go. Does that count as a Christmas gift? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It may. It may. All right. We'll see. We'll see how this turns out. It's not going to turn out well. I, I mean, regardless so far, of my the- advice to her has been terrible. So this is true. With a go buy cookies. All right. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Uh, when is this? It's in like it's Thursday. Two, oh boy! Oh man! <laughs> Scott, you seem like you could bake some cookies. Yeah. That's a no. No. That's a I mean, no. I could, but like you could from scratch or like the store bought stuff. I think I could from. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's instructions. You time it. It's not difficult. Can you cook? Yeah, but it's. Does he chip in as far as uh, you know meal prep? Anything? Oh, I mean, at we the, don't. Uh, Share the uh, the foods. You guys don't eat together ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, every no. once in a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's huh. been quite some time. I've always wondered what that that dynamic. Oh was. man, I'm so fascinated. I really, I want to know if he's got his own entrance and exit for the basement, and do you go upstairs? Yeah, I mean, Moon's got su- his, facility. you know, his family upstairs, and then Scott's in the basement. Yeah. So, do you do you don't eat, share dinners together, or no, not even like Sunday dinner? I mean, every once in a while, he's never home anymore. Last like three weeks, I've oh, seen he's him. He's not smashing it. What's he doing? The last like three weeks, I've seen him in the house maybe four times. Well, I know you're a busy guy. Yeah. Out not sleeping around. Well, we had four <laughs> four ho ho shows in a row, or you know, or so that that week of ho ho shows, he was at every. I'm not even just talking about the past you know month. I'm talking well, about. I am because I can't remember past that. I'm just talking about what's. I mean, you guys share. Uh, He's got his own laundry. Fr- he's got his own fridge downstairs. He uses our laundry. He uses our microwave upstairs. But you have a hot plate machines. downstairs. What's that? You have a hot plate downstairs? No. The one of the little electrical ones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I should have one. He's got a bar and a refrigerator. And a Bunsen burner. <laughs> like I'm imagining like dinner up dinner time and you like open up a can of beans and pour right. in, like one yeah. pot. And he's got a blanket over his over his shoulders. <laughs> and I just kind of the- over his head and he's huddled over and the hot plate. <laughs> And you're eating the beans just out of the mean, pot with a spoon. Meanwhile, upstairs you can hear Christmas music and kids laughing and sleigh bells, and he's downstairs yeah. going, "Oh, bomb!" Scott's got a Scott's got a uh, metal bucket with a loose leaf paper and a match. 
<laughs> He's going, hopefully I could stay warm e- tonight. E- eating the beans from the <laughs> side God. of the spoon, you know how they do? Yeah, yeah, like you warm up your beans on the hot plate and you eat out of the container. Then there's a little pool of water on the floor where a snowman used to be and you're (laughs) crying over it. It's a cement floor. No, it's a good life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you guys can come over and observe. My kids were actually asking me about uh, your living arrangements the other day. (laughs) Because my wife ran into you at at Caldy's Club the other day. And over dinner, mm-hmm. oh, I ran into King Scott. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, somebody asked, where does King Scott live? He lives with Moon. Well, what about Moon's kids? Well, King Scott lives in the basement. What kind of basement? He said, I think it's partially finished. <laughs> oh, no, it's all finished. <laughs> That's all we know. It's, it's got gravel. Easy. It's got I mean, gravel flooring. <laughs> it's more of a lean-to. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's roughed, I think it's roughed in. <laughs> I have to open the, I open the hatch and get in there and lock it from the inside. <laughs> Empty the pickle bucket. <laughs> That's how it was at the last place. The last place was unfinished. He was living down there. Yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, yeah this is no, this is finished. He does have an exit if he wants. Uh, what do you mean please, if he please wants? Please use it. Well, yeah. no, it's it's pro- it's actually obnoxious, and I would, I if I were down there, I wouldn't use that one. So we use you know front door. I I still don't know what that means though. What do you it, mean it's obnoxious? It's a sliding ex- door with a. It's like you know bars, to that, yeah, to lock it. So you have to somehow lower the bar when you're outside and yeah, then you do gotta a magical go all trick. the way around the house. You got to go up, up a bunch of steps. You got to go through another gate. So it's not a walkout. Yes, it's a walkout. It's a walkout, but it's not. It's, a it's not door. a prime exit for you know someone um, who's living down there. Gotcha. Mm. It's for like the back patio. Yeah, it's when you uh, want to go outside, maybe do some yard work, then come back in. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not leaving for the day. Are there? Do you have like future plans to, or is it just like let's do this forever? Or? No, I got future. I, plans. I don't mean that as a shot. I'm <laughs> that just is again awesome. curious. Curious. Mm. Uh, you know, I haven't thought about the future. <laughs> He's one day at a time, Jeff. Yeah. I got you. But no, I mean, I actually have been thinking about the future quite a bit. And is it looks bright? Yeah, I've got like this tunnel almost built all the way out to the back oh, of their yard. Yeah, yeah I've been shoveling. It's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be a really cool exit. When we, when we were going DJing four spoons already, but still, yes. you're gonna make it. When we were DJing that wedding on Saturday, myself and Scott were just talking about something, just having a normal conversation, and uh, I can't even remember. I was like, "So what'd you do during your week off?" He's like, "Ah, oh, I went to dinner and I went to a ho ho show." And and in the middle of the conversation, I was like, "We got to get you the hell out of his house." <laughs> yeah. Wait, why? Why are you saying that? Because he's 37, and he's living in his cousin's basement. Oh, stop it. That's uh, No, I mean, he needs his independence. He needs to get on his own. Like, independence? As if I'm keeping you from some no, sort nobody, of independence. Nobody's saying that. Nobody, nobody's putting are this you on happy? you. Yes. Okay. Nobody's no, putting no, this on you. Nobody's saying you got to get out of his house because he's him. He's got it easy. Yeah, I got a I'm great saying, arrangement. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying he's got to get out because he's got to get his own place. This, this is this is this like is my living domain. It's time for you to grow still, up. It's yes. not his parents. I uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm I was always curious as to how meals are made. Yeah, and uh, do you guys mix laundry? No. Yeah, he does mine. I bring it up. He just does it for me. <laughs> like, is it mixed in with everybody else's laundry? And There's like, a load right, going is... at all times in that household. Yeah. By the way, like here's Scott's stuff. I know that. Do you? I mean, do you? Like, you would be just like sitting on the couch watching TV or something. Mm-hmm. Do you? Does Scott just come up and yeah. sit on the couch every, and hang? Or every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, every, every once in a while he'll, he'll pop up and use the microwave, and I'll be like, hey man. Haven't seen you a couple of days. We'll chat for five minutes and then he disappears. Hmm. Right. Are there times, extended times where you're like, I don't even know if he's down there or not. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'm sure the, you can see if his car's in the air. Yeah, most of, most of the time it's it's one of the kids or myself saying, Scott home? I don't know. Go see if the car's there. And if the car's there, Scott's home. If, mm. if it's not, he's gone. Hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess it's been nice, but if I do move out, that means I'm going to be in a place all my own, which sounds great, but then isn't that kind of lonely? Now, the entrance to That's awesome. The entrance to his <laughs> domicile uh is through the kitchen? No. No, it's it's front front door. Front door, then you come in, you you break left and the first door there is Is the, there the a door? door? The it's a door. Yeah, so yeah. if there's a sock on the door, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a door that goes down, and then the the basement is finished, and then there's an, a separate bedroom as well with with the shower a, and bathroom and everything. Do not there. disturb. Sock on the door. <laughs> Taking care of business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but you I said do. that. You said taking care of business like a guy who's never taken care of business. <laughs> just so you know. I do. I he do can not take care of business with himself. Well, yeah. And, the, oh, yeah, yeah. and that's what I was gonna say. The door is always closed. It's always closed. And and rightfully so because there's kids running around and you know. Yeah, of course. He wants us quiet. Um, doors always closed. And anytime I need something, or I'm like, hey man, you, you want to play with Rocket League or something? I'm always like, I always knock and kind of like back up and I wait for something. And if there's nothing, I'm like, oh no. <sighs> hmm, what do I do? What do I do? You don't. And then I'll knock real loud and be like, hey man. If I don't hear and you, always ask, oh, yeah, in a minute. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't hear you knock, knocking. What's, my favorite what's thing is I'm you just, always ask. Yeah, what's, what's I'm, up? I'm, I'm just I'm, looking at apartment list, listings. I was trying on pants. I won't go in unless he, like, has said, open the door or, or come in because I feel weird. <laughs> Sorry, man. I was trying on shirts to see if they still fit. <laughs> Even though I don't have a shirt on when I'm opening the door. Oh, hey. Well, most of the time he's playing video games, yeah. he's got the headphones on. So right. I'm like, my, uh-huh. my favorite thing, though, is he always asks, like, uh, you know, if you are taking care of business. I'm like, yep, aggressively. It's like, <laughs> oh, yes. okay. You know, right. he oh, asks every God. time. Yeah, you need to get great. the hell out of his oh. house. <laughs> he sounds like he's got a good thing going. Dude, he's like got the greatest thing going. Yeah. I mean, aside from the virginity thing, I mean, that's right. Yeah, everything going for <laughs> It doesn't now. sound that. great. <laughs> sense at all. Hey, you know, uh, yesterday Time announced it's a short list for the 2018 Person of the Year. Not this year for you, Scott. Again? They're waiting for you to move out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you so have, bold. You have to own your own microwave to be on this list. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Dang. like 30 bucks for usual. Yeah, your front door can't be a sliding glass door to the, to the backyard. <laughs> It's a lovely okay. door. <laughs> I'm sure it is. And the basement's getting uh, getting a, a, a makeover right now. It's a lovely house he has. <laughs> All right, so the short list for the 2018 Person of the Year. What was the year? Remember, it was um, you. It was you, <laughs> and everybody was pissed. The 2016 Person of the Year is you. That's a bunch of bunk. <laughs> Me. And it was a big mirror on the front of uh, Time Magazine. Yeah, that, that didn't work. <laughs> So in, f- in fact, actually, they uh, they announced the uh, they announced the finalists on uh, the Today Show yesterday. So here we go. Here's the first set of nominees. President Donald Trump, he was Time's Person of the Year in 2016. Right. Separated families. That's the battle over immigration. It really heated up this uh, last year. Last year's Person of the Year. Russian President Vladimir Putin on the list once again. Okay, also on the short list, Robert Mueller, the special Uh counsel who's leading the Russia investigation. Ryan Coogler, director of Black Panther. Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, the woman who accused then-Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault when they were teenagers. They're all on the list. 
Here's who else. And rounding out the list, Jamal Khashoggi, the Saudi contributor to the Washington Post who was killed in the kingdom's consulate in Istanbul, Turkey. March for Our Lives activists, the movement against gun violence that grew out of the shooting at a Parkland, Florida high school. South Korea's president, Moon Jae-in, also making the list. And finally, last but certainly not least, the Duchess James of Scott. Sussex. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. I heard my name. Just me or that sound like Danny Bonaducci doing that list. Are they are they missing anybody? Who is the I don't know. Who's the man. person of the year? Person of the Who's it gonna be? Year. I think they announced it today. Hmm. Who's it gonna this be? This year. Well, Who's the big, it gonna be this year? The big moves from uh, Vladimir Putin lately. Mm. Trying to take over. Yeah. He's making a late push. Yeah. He wants to get that yeah. <laughs> that picture on the front of the cover there. <laughs> I, who else did they miss, though? I mean, Caitlyn Jenner wasn't on this. That, that's that's what three years ago, maybe she would have been on there. Still needs to be. I think we should wait till Thursday. It's either going to be Ancestor Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> that's person never of the year. <laughs> it's going to be Ancestor Gadget or who's the other? The Duty Brothers. The, the Duty Brothers. That's uh, it. I don't think that's going to be. Uh, <laughs> both of them just missed the mark. They're on the long list. Is this Crime or Time Magazine? <laughs> uh. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Angie Andrews from uh, She's been listening to the show after a recommendation from a friend and has been listening every day since. And she says, y'all make me laugh through my morning commute. She loves the schoolboy bickering, also sharing moments with her kid laughing and singing the real or fake jingle. By the way, today, real or fake, we'll make our picks. And my God. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Did you see? Did you see? Last pick of the year with Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. So congratulations to Angie Andrews from Florissant, Missouri. Gets the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Seven, the point. All right, welcome back to phone number 314-6Walker, 314-692-5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com, slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, we'll get to those in a second. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. We're going to make our real or, fake, uh, uh, real or fake picks later. If you have not seen the cans in question for this week, might I recommend... Going to 1057thepoint.com slash cans immediately. You need to study them. And then notice that your mouth will be hanging wide open. (laughs) Just realize, depending on where you are, you're sitting there with your mouth open. Study them. Make your picks along with us later on. Also, I'm sorry to say that uh, either myself, Tony, or King Scott will be shot for the real or fake picks. Not the real or fake, the uh, racial pick and challenge. We did not do great as far as football picks go this week. Not 
Not at all. I'll tell you who did is the sports guy that contributes on this show, uh, Anthony Stalter, who finished like eighth overall this week. And how about Donnie Fandango, who I think is overall throughout the year, I think he's sixth. Wow. Wow. That's out of like 1.6 million, isn't it? (laughs) Round there. Who has not been shot yet? I don't know. I, there's Jeff, you shot? Moon, and Donnie. You weren't shot. You weren't shot. I don't know. And Donnie. Donnie's not been be shot. with you. I haven't really been So we're just taking the brunt of it. This, is, this has been the first year where there has been the majority on two people, myself and King Scott. Huh. I, I mean, mean, if you I'm think facing, about it. I'm facing possibly three shots today I, with the airsoft gun. I've had five shots. Scott has had four. There are 14 <laughs> weeks that have gone by. Nine of them have been one of us two. Yeah. Dang. Am I facing three? Um, yeah, I believe that is correct. Yes. Stalter yeah. two, myself five, Scott four. This will be your three. Okay. Yeah. All right, you're you're facing five. Yeah. Oh, oh, they did man. put more weeks in it in the season this year. <laughs> this is weird. No, no it's the no, same. I think it's about right. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Next year we're going to do it for baseball season. <laughs> yes, please. It's about right. <laughs> okay. Forty-seven oh. shots. Here he, we go. He came in on fire already. He's like, "Did you see that game?" <sighs> nope. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I watched. So uh, I watched it pretty much up until I went to sleep last night, and uh, first thing I did was check the score this morning. So mm, we'll uh, find out. We'll see who's getting shot in sports coming up a little later on. Uh, Jeff emails, sir. Team Riz member uh, Cowboy Rob here says uh, yesterday Tony brought up quote unquote rebooting the Avengers after the next movie, and Riz said that would never happen. Let me help you all out. You both are wrong. They won't reboot anything, but they will continue the story passing the quote-unquote mantle as Nerd. they did. <laughs> <laughs> as they do in the comics. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, these are mantles passed to different people. Excuse me. <laughs> so, example, Steve Rogers, Captain America, you hands over. Right. I'm sorry. Steve Rogers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Captain America hands over the mantle to his buddy Sam, plays Falcon. Now Sam becomes Captain America. Uh-huh. Oh. It's how the comics did it. It's how MCU's going to do it. Patrico was talking about just recasting the whole thing, which right. I cannot see happen. And and what this the... person is saying uh, is they don't have to because it is naturally recast when they... So yeah. we're still There's... in the Marvel Universe. There's a possibility, though, that they could recast it as far as, like, you know, the Falcon now is, what's the guy's name? I I, I always forget I the guy's Larry? name. Is it Larry? Is he Larry the Falcon? Whoever plays yeah. Falcon now, they don't have to use him. They can use well, a they new Falcon with, to do Hulk. a new Captain America. they with Spider-Man 7,000 yeah. times already. <laughs> that whole thing still amazes me. They were like, hey, we're rebooting Spider-Man. And then they although, go, that sucked. We're going to do it again. Although right now, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Can you see another person playing Iron Man? I cannot. In the foreseeable future, absolutely not. I would hope it's Kevin James if they do recast. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he just missed out on it he did. the first time yeah. when they were casting. <clears throat> yeah, for the first Iron Man, huh? It's a shame. Uh, it was Kevin James, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., and Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they made the right choice. I think so. Chris Elliott was unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I uh, wanted to get your opinion uh, about something you've frequently discussed, being a decent neighbor. Tree in my front yard loses its leaves after uh, my neighbor's uh, tree loses its leaves. As a result, the leaves from that tree go to their yard on their side of the fence. Got it, everybody? hmm Okay. Last weekend, my neighbor raked so those. So my leaves 
from my tree go to the other yard. Yeah, go to the other okay. other yard. Last weekend, my neighbor raked them up, put them in a container, and dumped them over the fence into my backyard. Okay. Wow. I didn't see him do wow. it, but I saw the pile of leaves he raked up. Then the next day, a very large pile of leaves right over my fence. I've since confirmed that he did wow, do it. Dick move. And have already. That's re- really messed up. I've already reacted, and I've cleaned up the leaves. But wanted to guess what you or wanted to hear what you guys would do. How would you have handled it? Oh, I that's think a discussion. Easy for me. You just oh, light, no, the, see, not light them me. on fire. Oh, that's so passive oh, aggressive. Oh, yeah. this is oh, so and great. And discussion is going to take that quality may, right out of that human. May, mm. It's somebody that does not like confrontation. Obviously, if they're doing that, they do not like confrontation. Whatever they're doing it for, that's that's the neighbor you got. So I, I would go, oh, man, that's a bummer to learn that insight about that human being. But at the same time, it's my tree. Okay, it's leaves. World moves on. I'll pick them up. Here we go. But now you know more about your neighbor. This will and not you stand. Have Are to you have kidding? The this will not stand. Oh, that's that's a definite. I go over and I have a conversation with them, and I'm be I'm a, really? uh, an extremely passive yeah, aggressive. Yeah, it doesn't, about be, you. Oh, no, it doesn't no. have to be Tell guns blazing. So you, you're automatically assuming it's guns blazing. No, it's a conversation. It doesn't. It's a hey man. Uh, I'm sorry that my what leaves blew do? over there, but what can we do? To solve this issue before it festers into. But he's already given you that answer. The answer is, you rake your own leaves. He throws them over, or he cut the tree down. He's, like, he what, has the what's right he to cut say? the branches. Like, if the tree's hanging over yeah. into his yard, he's got the right to. I would say branches. you trim trim the branches on your side, so the leaves fall on his. He picks them all up, puts them in a pile. It's easier for you to collect them. I mean, maybe we <laughs> could maybe we could come upon a uh, mutually agreed solution place. here. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. As far as. Isn't it easier to let him rake it and then you just pick up the pile? Right. Yeah, but That's then he I'm wins. Like, he, There's no he win. Wins. I win. I didn't have to rake. Yeah. Yeah, but now you got to rake over the fence. back on your yard. Yeah, but yeah, they're but all in, in a one pile. spot. <laughs> and now you know more about your neighbor without having to ask. You know the type of person they to are. To me, I would need, honestly, to me, I would need some sort of closure. Like, I would seethe every time I see him. Mm-hmm. I would I would need to confront him. He didn't give what he did, so I, re- I replied saying, hey, what did you do? And he just, like three minutes ago, set back the answer if you, when you want to know it. When you're I want to know. It. All right, it's kind of long. I had to wait a couple of days. It's an elderly lady and her son, so I had to wait until his truck was back in the driveway. I tried knocking on the front door, ringing the doorbell, but he didn't answer. So I hopped my fence and knocked on their patio door, and I confronted him there. He initially said that they were my leaves, and that's why he did it. But when I explained that he lived in a subdivision, not a 10-acre lot, on his own, he eventually apologized, said he wouldn't do it again. Conversation did include parts where he said, I was responsible for the leaves. But when I asked him how, I can control when the leaves, tree's leaves drop and control the wind, he didn't have an answer. I finished telling him that if he really believed that, the neighborly thing would have been to discuss it with me. And maybe I could have helped him with this, with this while taking care of mine as well. Do understand that going back into their yard and to their patio door isn't necessarily the right, right way either. Leaves but blow hey, around. Got done. I mean, they leaves blow around. All right, Riz, you're the neighbor. The leaves are blowing into your yard. Okay, you are the guy that is dumping. But I that I know you don't do that. How do you solve that situation? Do you go over there and go, "Hey, man, your leaves keep falling under my yard, and I rake them up every time"? I'm gonna have somebody come and cut those branch, branches. I just want to let you know. Or do you just have the branches cut? Or if do you? If I live in a subdivision that has trees, leaves are going to blow into my yard. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. I had two giant trees in my backyard. I had two giant trees in my backyard, and the, and neither one of them had those gumballs. You know, those little gum, those spiky oh, yeah. gumball things. The neighbor across, like behind me, had all those on his trees, and they would fall into my yard. 
Now, I could have picked them all up and put them back in their yard, but instead I said, huh, this is Mother Nature. I'm going to rake them up and put them away and throw them away. Done. Yeah, the gumballs yeah. suck. Man, I got great neighbors. We 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 had a we got a silver maple that's enormous. That's it, it's it's ten feet over the fence into their yard, and they asked me when they were building a fire pit, "Hey man, uh, can we cut down some of these things so we don't burn down the tree?" I was sure. like, "Oh my gosh, yeah." God, God, it's leaves. It's what I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. If I did, I would need to say something. I would need. Why it, it's though, not a man? conference, but but you're you're taking it as I'm coming over to yell. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying it's not worth. I never said confrontation. I said a, a discussion. Second, it's not worth a seconds of thought, much less effort. In my opinion, it's just like you know there are bigger things to worry about in this world. Well, of course there are bigger things to worry about. Not to some At people. That dude. moment, well, we got then, the bread slice. When I go outside, okay. when I go outside and I see the pile of leaves on the other side of the fence. Not to some people, you're going over for for a conversation. But I, bear, I guarantee you, a lot of people that heard him read that email are like, oh, I'm going over there on fire. Of course, I'm my rake with me. Did you hear? Oh, listen, the leaves are on this side. Did you hear about the water in Flint, Michigan? There are bigger things in this mm-hmm. world. <laughs> I just say, you hear about the, that? Dow was down. I don't know if you guys I saw know, that yeah. or not. Oof. So me and Jeff agree again, huh? I know. It's weird. Yeah. Man, the Must leaves the the are on this side, but man, my 401k took a hit <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> hey, unemployment though. Looking good. <laughs> right. Hey. I don't Next. know. I, man, my thing would be, I'd be like, I guess I'll move these leaves because they're mine. You know, I just wouldn't be the guy that would throw them on the other side of the fence. No. I, no, I don't think any of us it's, would. It's one time a year, man. No, it's a, the ultimate passive-aggressive move yeah. that I will not stand for. That I, <laughs> that I will have closure on. I would, I would need to. All right. Uh, parents should definitely get, uh, this is uh, on our discussion on uh, parents giving their kids screwed up names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, parents should definitely give long thought to the name they give their child, says our email, and the motivation, and what's the motivation for doing so. Seems these parents have become increasingly pretentious in their attempts to impress the world with their names. Our emailer's name is extremely unique. I do not regret what I was named. It has been a running comedy routine in my entire life. Uh, my father was an English school teacher. Uh, the name comes from a Jack Kerouac novel he was reading when I was born. <clears throat> so here's the name. My first name is Jaffe, and it's spelled J-A-F-F-E. Jaffe? Jaffe. Isn't that a character from Game of Thrones? Or that's Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey. Joffrey. So, so he says the routine goes like this, and it repeats itself. Uh, I am introduced or introduced myself, and it goes like this. What's your name? Jaffe. Jackie? No, Jaffe. Jesse? No, Jaffe. Jeffrey? No, Jaffe. And eventually it returns to other choices like Jackie, and then I go, yeah, I'm Jackie. And then whomever that conversation yeah. is with, that's their name. Let, let's be not. let's be let's be clear on some things here. There are a lot of parents out there that give these kids weird names just so they could prove how unique they are. Sure. Without thinking about this kid's future. What's your kid's name? Absidy. I know. Is Jaffe this, is not is that terrible. Great? Is that great? That's not terrible. Absidy, A B C D E is terrible. She was the one in the article. As Abs- yeah, well, as Milo girl. Cle- Absidy is terrible. Clever to be clever is one thing. If it's after a character or something that means something to you, or you know, Jaffe is not historical bad. name. Absidy is bad. Yeah, that's clever for clever. Or if you name your kid a joke, like why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> no, like part of a punchline. To get to the other side? Yes. Like, this is my daughter. Like, oh. That's what she said. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking. You're talking like if if the if the last name is is swims, and you name the kid always, 
always swims. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a water baby, always swims. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, no, uh, your kid's name is now always and, and for the as, rest of their life. And as the emailer ends it here, it's the kids are already harsh. Why give them, you know, more ammo, basically, is what uh, I think it's Jackie. I think for the most part, name? parents sure. are going through, or at least the guys are, picking names that don't rhyme with, with a body part. Yeah. Or yeah. kid doesn't sound that like, goes a, through the head. like a stripper's name. Yeah. And you don't have to give your kid a weird name because they're actually talented. They're they'll stand out no matter what. You look at all the greats throughout history, like Albert Einstein. Albert's not a fancy name, but everyone remembers it. You tell him you tell me all, all the greats that. in the world all have simple names? No, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> your kid will stand out without having to name it something ridiculous. If they're talented. That's true. All right, yeah. Maybe it'll That's force them to. Yeah. Like, man, I got this, I got this name. My name's Wolfgang. I can't John. screw this up. <laughs> no, no, he's saying like if, if your name's John, you're like, I gotta do something to prove myself. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta overcome this stupid yeah. name. Listen, the John. richest man in the world, his name is Jeff. Yeah. His <laughs> <laughs> name is Jeff. <laughs> Not spelled uniquely, it's Jeff. What a dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> Followed <incredible>. by Bill. <laughs> Yeah, if you're having a girl, you go, man, is this going to sound like a stripper name? We were going to name uh, my daughter Cinnamon, but. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody in the be, family already had it? It was going to be Cinnamon Portia Rizzuto, and I'm like, that sounds too much like a stripper name. My oldest was going to be Tracy Lords. We decided not to yep. name her that. <laughs> now, that's an old porn star kids. Yes, that one yes, yes. Now, uh, are you? Do you know the anybody like this? On his face just now. Do you know anybody like this? Like, uh, so I I went to college with a girl that was named Amelia, A M E L I A, Amelia, and somebody would go, we go, oh hey, how are you? I'm Jeff, and she'd go, hi, I'm Amelia, and they go, hi, Amelia, nice to meet you, and she'd go, Amelia, not Amelia. Like she was uh, like, I'm Amelia, not, not Amelia. Amelia. And every time she would say that, every time she would say that, and there was our group of friends, she'd go, uh, it's Amelia. We'd go, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Oh, no. Here we go. Because we were ready for it, and they would go, that's what I said. Yeah. And then there's this huge, long thing. Well, she's just correcting because that's not her name. But it is her name, man. <laughs> really kind of, I mean. I mean, come on. So if somebody says, uh, somebody sees my name and says, oh, risotto. That's nah, not it. That's not it, though. That's nowhere near. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, just gotta cruise through it. <sighs> like somebody that has that type of name, like you know, you're gonna like somebody that's named Jaffe. You know, you're gonna get a ton of questions about it. You know it. You just expect it. Although my wife, I know you shouldn't have to, but you do. My yeah. wife uh, worked with somebody with the uh, first name R O G E R, which you pronounce. Please, it's Roger, but please don't tell me they were Roger. 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 No, no. kidding me. No. Were they from France? No. They were. Were they from, from Herculaneum? Of Francis <laughs> County. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. From her. From her. No, County? I don't know where. I don't know. If they aren't talking in an accent where I can barely understand them, then they're Roger. <laughs> this is. Uh, hey, Roger. It's uh, Roger. Get the f out of here. <laughs> huh. You had a coworker who was Jeffrey. But always pronounce it Joffrey. For real? Yeah. And it was really uh, entertaining. Wow. He my, did look fancy, though. My daughter's already getting used to the... I've seen her, because hers is one letter off of a very popular name, and hers is not not exotic or anything. But uh, I his, I see it in her face. They always they always call her by the wrong name, she just goes, uh-huh. And she just passes right yeah, through it. And like, you know, yeah, it's, not right. Not more, it's not even worth the argument. Even, even my daughter knows, like, 
you're going to be in my life for the next 18 seconds. It's fine. You can call me yeah. whatever you'd yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going <laughs> to. Yeah. I mean, it's not even worth. No. Yeah. Worth it. I've, yeah, you I've passed through my life. You think my name's Stacy? That's cool. That's I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, she's like, eh, whatever. Next. Uh, different side of this whole thing. Team Riz member here. I have a uh, major issue with my six-year-old son. See, I'm a single father raising my two boys, ages four and six. This is a future Team Riz member, by the way. Four and six boys, single dad. A couple of weeks ago, my six-year-old asked me why he didn't have the same last name as me and his brother. I was at a loss for words. I told him that his mom did not put it on his birth certificate. Okay, let me try to break this down here. Single dad raising two kids. Two sons, yes. Two sons. The sons have different last names? That's what it looks like from the email, yes. So is he the father of both kids? It says, my, no, he is not. We'll get that. Okay. We'll, get, we'll get there. Sorry. I'm at a loss for words. I told him that his mom did not put it on his birth certificate. But if he liked, we could change it. So the real reason is that he is not my son. At least not by blood. He is my son in my eyes. Question is, how oh. and when do I tell him? How do I handle this without destroying the bond that I have with him? Oh, man. I would suggest that this is a little early. Well, how old is the kid? Four six. and six, and this is the six-year-old. Six. Yeah, I was told I was adopted when I was seven. So, I mean, well, is that similar? So, so I'm, I'm assuming if his I'm, mother is in I would, life. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be able to answer this with horrible or good uh, advice until you know what happened to the mom and what happened to the biological dad. Yeah, so I'm saying the four-year-old is theirs, correct? That's what it's looking like. The four-year-old yeah. is oh, theirs. Man, or are, at least his. Yeah. Ooh, this is a lot to this conversation. There, there's nothing here that says oh, that they man. have the same mom either. I mean, really, they. I don't know if they do or not. It doesn't say they do. He just uh, says he's a single dad. Oh, there's raising more. Two there's kids. more detail needed. Like I think. I think it's. I think. Man, I don't know. I really don't know. Single dad raising two kids. I'm is, assuming is the kid's real dad is not in his life. Probably. I'm assuming both parents aren't. Both parents aren't. If he's a single dad raising two kids, both parents are not there. I wonder if adoption's on the table. Like him adopting this kid to getting the last name, but then yes, but then now you have to. You have to tell the kid. Like, I mean, you have to. There's going to be times where, if you're a single dad, Man, there's going to be a process where the kid's going to know on this one because this is a tough one. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to tell the kid the full. story. No, you don't have to tell him the full story. But there's something going on where, I mean, at six years old, he's going to pick up on some things. Yeah, but, and it might mean something for a few seconds, but I mean, kids. Six years old. Six, kids six, six year olds are. are yeah, dummies. a six year old doesn't need to know right <laughs> now because the six year old is going to be. And what you mean by dummy is that it's going to be oh something bright and shiny over here takes their attention. It's this isn't going to be something that the six year old walks around all. Yeah, you get basics. About. Yeah, I remember there was a friend in elementary school. We played soccer together and everything. He had uh, uh, his last name changed a couple times through uh, his last name change. I don't even remember the situation, but I remember parents talking about it. And they were saying, like, oh, poor kid, poor kid. I remember going to school thinking, oh, poor this kid. He's going to be reacting differently because I heard all these other parents talking about it. He didn't care. Mm. He's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, my last name's different now. He, Whatever. Kid's yeah. fine. Whereas down the road, if they're in their teens, they may care a lot more. That Yeah. Yeah. You'll find When it, you don't tell them. You'll find the right time. Yeah, and I mean, when the... What are the odds like the stork's going to be perfect every time he drops a kid off and gets the exact last name lined That's up with that too. family? Yeah, blame I'm it on the King stork. Scott, just yeah. write your story. Blame <laughs> it on the stork. Man. Yeah. Well, I days. found you floating down the Mississippi in a basket. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got you, and you had a name already assigned to you. Yeah, go with that one. Yeah, it was pinned right there to your... Again, six-year-olds, they don't know any better. Mm -mm. They're still sticking uh, butter knives in sockets. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, remember the relative? 
we we have another adopted relative, and he was adopted as as a baby, you know, a couple months old, and uh, and uh, the 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 adoptive mom called the family and was like, oh, you know, I I here, our son is here, come come meet him, and said his name, and uh, one of our relatives goes, oh, they wouldn't let you change the name. It wasn't a given name. It was, oh, <laughs> it was no, a name they that she chose. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. Forever. Every time I see her, I go, "Oh, you hate my cousin's oh, middle name." But you I'm can't a, wait to wow. change the. Oh, I'm gonna, we're going to need some more detail on this uh, on this story because I agree. And there's there's going to be something that you're going to know it's right. Yeah. You can't. We have, there's there's five schmucks in a room. Mm-hmm. What do we know? <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, hey guys, I'm just now listening to Wednesday's podcast. A podcast I'd never wanted to work at Hot Shots before. I'm an accountant, but if I could work there for a week just to be on the show and be asked pervy questions by Tony, I would. That is all. Team Riz member Stephanie. They're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're hiring. I think at all locations. So yeah, I think yeah. you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you go ahead. Apply for a job. Might as well. A little extra income, a little some perfect great, questions. Great company to work for. Come on the program. Uh, next. Hey, guys. Uh, I've been in the service industry for eight years now. Even though I have a full-time job out of college, I am still I still serve on the weekends. Anyways, when I was working at, uh, at a Pasta House between the ages of 16 and 20, I was a cashier carryout girl. Although I got paid an hourly wage, I really wanted to tip out of the guests for the carryout. Uh, We've had this discussion, too, about tipping for carryout. Yeah. And this is a view. I of do. It. It's an optional thing. I did last night. You did, huh? Yeah. I thought you were a non-tipper for carryout. I usually am. I'm usually not. A <laughs> little more generous uh, during the, the holidays. It depends on the no. price, right? No. This is this is <laughs> this is gonna sound real bad. I sat down there like, hey, Patrico, how are you? I'm like, good. They're like, oh man, listen all the time. All right. I was like, oh, damn, 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 I'm yeah. not a tip now. <laughs> yeah, but if they listen all the time, they should have known you weren't gonna tip them. <laughs> You yeah. should know you're not getting a tip then. Cool. <laughs> you're cool with I, it, right? I, it happens listen, to everybody. I don't tip the full I don't tip the full twenty percent. No, hell no. I no, didn't no, no. Either. A couple bucks, right? Yeah, yeah a that's couple what bucks. I did. Hey, thanks for getting my order right. In in all reality, my order was close to like a roundup, so I just rounded it up. Or it was, it was like it was like or, two bucks, almost three bucks. Or yeah. if you tip before you get the food, maybe I'll throw a little something extra in there for you. Hmm. What? You say? I tip I tip I don't know. I don't know. It could be something. Oh, before before the food comes out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Typically, when I'm picking up, it's in my hand, and I'm. Well, if you get there a little early, yeah, maybe a little. Uh, I see what you're saying. I threw some edamame in there for you. Nice. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate. It's it. Weird because I'm at McDonald's, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a Werther's and a little Bible verse. Ah, good. On, a, on a ribbon. I think it's kind of uh, nice. I think, I think it, it's. It's funny you say that though, because listen to this. I'm talking a dollar. All I want for me, or five dollars, is way above and beyond. When I know I got a tip from the guest, I would make extra sure their order was correct. In addition, well, they I mean, would, it should, you should always make sure the order is correct, right? But in addition, uh, if I got extra rolls, boom, you get them. Oh, see. If I needed to get rid of extra food or extra salad, I would toss your that right in there <laughs> to your. <laughs> <laughs> People who didn't tip still got their order correct. Don't get me wrong, but the tippers got a little something extra if I was able it's to like offer. It's like the trash guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's still going to pick up your trash, but if you tip him, maybe when you got that thing leaning up against the side of the bin, yeah. whereas normally they wouldn't take it. Did you read this email ahead of time? It's like 
because they're saying my overall view when they're talking about the the service people like the garbage people and truck drivers and and things are not truck drivers but garbage people people like that when they have wiggle room to do extra like put your tops back on your trash cans or put the trash bins closer to your house or whatever they'll do that if they know they get tipped every year mm-hmm. this is you know you know what I'm saying in other words the trash guy could just pull up get your trash put it back and be done if he knows he gets a tip from the risottos every year if there's trash dumped out right. on the ground he'll make sure he mm-hmm. picks it all up right. if you put a big something out there that he this shouldn't necessarily take he'll take it yeah if you don't tip you go ah, Scrooge over here and tip me everybody else did yeah. eh, I'm not going to go above and beyond for him it's just the way life works. Yeah. Like, for example, last year we had, uh, now this year with our Amazon boxes, uh, there's been a lot of different delivery people. Like a yeah. lot of different people. I've noticed that too. I noticed that too. The other day, uh, I got, you know, the ring doorbell, I got the little notification that popped up. And I went and I looked at it, and I saw somebody dropping off an Amazon package, and they got into a U-Haul. Like they rented a U-Haul to load up all the boxes to deliver themselves. Oh, yeah, those are the freelance people. Yeah, the seasonal, yeah, either using their own car, or renting, you know, renting vehicles. But last year we had a, a guy that that delivered the bulk of of our Christmas gifts. Hmm. I would say about ninety percent of the gifts, ninety percent of the Amazon packages came from this one guy, whom you know he came so many freaking times to the house, got to know him, and he would. My my daughter last year was into My Little Pony, so some of the boxes would have My Little Pony pictures on them and to make sure that she didn't see he would hide them oh that's cool he would hide them so she when she came home she wouldn't see him that's That's the wiggle room above and beyond yeah that's the wiggle room our emailer was talking about didn't have to and uh yeah i gave him a little something gave him a little gift and that's so fun to play along with that that's great should have given him a My Little Pony. <laughs> Here, get this one's for house. you. <laughs> we ordered an extra one for you. Do you have time for one more on sure. tipping yeah, real yeah. quick? Uh, used to deliver furniture and tips were always appreciated. One time, <laughs> one time delivering to a very nice house on a golf course, the wife was mad because the husband was supposed to be there and help with a very large, heavy piece when we were known to be delivering there. But he knew when we were going to be there and went golfing instead. So, guess what she did for the two delivery guys? Yep. Yeah. Gave them each a $20 bill. Dang. And all of his beer, about 36 beers, she took out of the refrigerator, (laughs) put into a bag for the delivery guys. 20 bucks and all the husband's beer. See ya. Yeah, love that. Because he's out playing golf. (laughs) Love that. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, hey, Riz, wanted to say thank you for turning me on to the Time Suck podcast. I've only guest Dan Cummins from... Last Friday. Listen to a few episodes. Are there any episodes that you yourself would recommend? Love the show. Happy yes. birthday. Yes. Corey. Uh, some of my favorites that uh, that I've listened to. Have you have you guys listened to the, the Time Suck podcast yet? Just, yeah. The, yeah, just the one. So it's comedian Dan Cummins who was in Friday. He uh, it, It's a history. It's a history podcast. But he does it in a kind of a funny way. Yeah. He's a comedian telling you about history. So we talked about the, uh, the uh, it's called The Public Suicide of Bud Dwyer and the tragic events. That led up to it. That's my favorite one of his. Uh, the Westboro Baptist Church Lunatics. Oh, that's a, that's a title of one. That'll be my next one. Uh, Joan of Arc was a good one. Uh, World War One Unprecedented Carnage was a good one. I'm listening right now to the uh, the Hatfield McCoy feud. Mm. A lot of interesting facts there. Uh, the Candyman Killer. I'm going to listen to. Uh, man, there's a lot of good ones. 
He's got one on uh, Tesla. He's got one. His episode 106 is called Andrew Mother F. and Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the to the Bud Dwyer one. I forgot or didn't know that he was from the area. Oh, St. Charles. St. Charles, that's it. And also what I dig about, if you haven't listened to it yet, is he's sitting there talking. I know there's some reading and stuff too. But if he messes up, he doesn't like edit and start over. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just him sitting yeah. there BSing. I love that. I listen it to makes him it so much more real. Doing a bunch of Egyptian history or something, and every name, he's like, ah, uh, 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 God, yeah. I hate this name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are we, uh, we on Spotify yet? Oh, no. Uh, God, according damn it. to the last tweet that I read uh, that was shots fired at Spotify, no, I don't I, I don't think so. I don't know what their deal is, man. Uh, maybe they're just busy sending out all those Spotify for artists. Uh, 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 I don't know. Ellen's on Spotify us. now. I got a notice on that. Oh, look who's on Spotify. Ellen. Oh, Fly Ellen by bumped night us? operation. Oh, Ellen bumped us. <laughs> is there only so many spots available? I guess so. Yes. Yeah. We got shafted for Ellen. There's no joke there, Jeff. All right. I, I was going to say, I think that's actually the opposite sides of the spectrum. There's no joke jokes. there, Jeff. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Boy, there's a cool event going down at Helium Comedy Club on Friday. It's called Sumo and Saki. And I've never seen a sumo event live. Sumo wrestling? Yeah, I've, I've only seen it on the TV. But at Helium on Friday, they're clearing out all the tables and chairs in the club. And there's going to be... A bunch of, like, world-class sumo wrestlers putting on demos. There's going to be a sake tasting. This is, if you've never seen sumo wrestling before, never had sake, maybe you just knocked these both out at the same time. Right. You drink some sake while, while, and these guys are world champs, by the way. Yeah. This isn't, oh, who around here can do this? These are world champs from Japan. So if you want to go, I mean, Jeff and I are going to be down there on Friday at uh, 6 o'clock. There's actually two, two shows. There's a... Uh, Six o'clock, and I believe like a late one, nine o'clock. Yeah, don't you have a? You got a like a discount code, don't yeah, you? Yeah, if have you go to heliumcomedy.com, promo code Riz to get yourself some discounted tickets. That's this Friday, Helium Comedy Club, Sumo and Asaki. That just got that, or like laughing, laughing their ass off. Their asses off. Many T-Rex fans right. out here. <laughs> uh, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So four teenagers. We'll do some uh, local news first. Four teenagers, kids, kids, are in custody after they carjacked someone, and police chased them through the city and into the county on Sunday night. Three of the teenagers approached a guy in the 4600 block of Maryland Avenue around uh, 11 o'clock on Sunday night. I guess all their homework was done. Wait, did, I thought you said you were starting with local news. This this is a local? Yes. Local yes. teens took somebody's car. Yeah, this 11 o'clock on Sunday night, so I guess all the homework was done. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? We're going to go steal some cars. Is your homework done? So this guy was getting into his uh, Nissan Pathfinder. Uh, he refused to give his keys over when they demanded his keys. 
Uh, one of them, a 15-year-old, put a handgun to the back of this guy's head and said, throw your keys on the ground. He did. Three kids, 15 to 17-year-olds, got in the Pathfinder, took off. Cops found him with the Pathfinder at a White Castle drive through on Jennings Station Road. They tried stopping him. Chase was on. Chase ended at the intersection of 270 and Bell Fountain Road uh, when the Pathfinder hit a guardrail. Four teenagers taken into custody. 4600 block of Maryland Avenue. Is that the West End? One more time, say it again. 4,600 block of Maryland. I'm telling you, at night, you got to have your head on a swivel. Yeah, you do. You're getting into your car. It is right by the uh, Basilica. Yeah. God, and it is a true story. It was around midnight, and that car went straight to White Castle. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Uh, right there, Isn't Drunken Fish, Bar Louie. Happened. Yeah. I used to live right there. Yeah. Live in an apartment right there. 15 years ago. Different time. Honestly, different time. Teenagers, man. Uh, the Washington County Sheriff's Department investigating the discovery of what looked to be a, a live pipe bomb in an area where an arson investigation was happening. I don't know if you guys saw the news yesterday, bomb and yeah, I saw it pop up. Arson squad. Didn't they say live pipe bomb? Live or? pipe yeah. bomb. It was found in a tree, in some tree branches. Near the intersection of Springtown and Vintage Roads yesterday, an investigator with the fire marshal found it. And they said it had all the markings of a pipe bomb, including a fuse sticking out of it. Now, last month, there was a fire right next to, uh, I think, in the next lot to where this thing was found. And a guy named Lewis Culp has been charged with felony secondary arson in that fire. And they're not sure if Lewis is connected with the suspected pipe bomb, but they're still investigating the fire. And they don't even know how long this thing was in the tree. Jeez, oh. The St. Louis Bomb and Arson Squad was called to uh, remove the device. This next story, it's usually the other way around. A guy was robbed by an Uber driver early Sunday morning in South City. So this 28-year-old guy said he met up with the driver in the 4900 block of Potomac to get back the phone he left in his car around 3.30 that morning. When the two met up, the Uber driver held a pocket knife over the guy's head and then used a translator app to demand money from the guy. Insane. This is is one of my nightmares. I don't understand the translator app thing. He probably couldn't speak English. So he used the translator app, like typed in whatever it was. Right. So there there are apps. My dad actually has an app because they're going to Italy next year. They have an app where he can go, hey, where's the bathroom? And then the app says... It, in Italian. It says a spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's Muscacholi. A, my dad goes, where's the bathroom? And it goes, it says, hey, where's the bathroom? Linguini. I got a beefy. <laughs> a hand just comes out of the phone and goes like yes. this. Yeah. It goes a linguini. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's either either the guy couldn't speak English or the person that he was driving didn't speak English. So he busted out the app You're and did that. You're an Uber driver. They have all your info. Right. The police are still trying to find the guy. They, they know who he is. So the guy gave over some cash and the driver got in his car and drove away. And the address that uh, that they met up at is near Kings Highway in the uh, Northampton neighborhood of St. Louis, which is one of the safest neighborhoods in the city. And speaking of safe areas in the city, you want to hear the numbers as far as crime goes? The numbers? No, no, I the, don't, hey, man. Hey, listen, good news. 
There's some good news and some not great news. Good news, total crime in the city is down more than 5%. This is in, from the uh, latest police report. Bad news, uh, numbers are still not great. But the trend is downwards, which is good. Let's be positive, guys. Crimes with uh, with a gun are down for the year, but again, numbers not great. Uh, through, November, uh, through November this year, police in St. Louis City say there were 166 killings, most of them with a gun. That's about 25 fewer than the same time last year. But gun crimes are huge in this crime report. There were 985 armed robberies citywide, 55 of them downtown, 42 in the Central West End. There have been 2,189 victims of assault with a gun this year up to uh, November, which is down 11% from last year. Downtown, 50 people have been assaulted with a gun this year, with 31 in the Central West End. Car thefts, car thefts downtown are up 26% over last year. Through November, 97 vehicles have been stolen downtown, most of them cars. Downtown car break-ins are up 2%, but 726 people have had their cars broken into. In the Central West End, 79 cars were stolen. That's down 2.5% from last year. Almost 2,500 cars have been stolen citywide this year. Jeez. A slight increase. Uh, yeah. What's, over, cra what's crazy is when you hear something is down by 2.5%, but still 79 cars. Yeah, in one area. Uh, I said the numbers are trending downwards, but they're still not good. Yeah. Got a way to go. We do have a way to go, but it's a start. Yeah, it's more than one Well, week. soon all of the cars will have been stolen, so it should be at zero. Uh -huh. right? Zero, yes, eventually. <laughs> if a car is stolen twice, is it counted two times? Or, is it or what's going to happen is just nobody's going to go downtown. There's that. So there's going to be less cars to steal. Uh, just a quick heads up if you're one of those people who, uh, you know, you warm up your car in the morning and you leave it unattended. Uh, St. Louis uh, County Police are considering ticketing people. That leave their car running? Oh, yeah. This has been a thing for a while, hasn't it? Like oh, yeah. they think about it every year almost? This is after a recent rash of stolen cars that were left warming up. Yeah, in so fact, in the past couple weeks... There have been more than a dozen cars stolen in St. Louis County while they were warming up. So the the, the cop side of this is, look, you're creating it, you're creating work for us, so you're making it easy for these guys well, and gals to do this. Some towns have ordinances where you cannot leave your car unattended warming up, like Normandy, I know, for a fact. You cannot leave your car running in the driveway with you not near it. You can get a ticket. You do that, Jeff? Absolutely Why? not. Yes, you do. No, I do not. I'm looking at you. You do. Don't. So do. Do you do it too? I do it because I, do, I don't I have, have the remote a fancy start. remote start and I park outside. I have the remote start, so I do it. But I, I do it from inside my kitchen. All right, there it goes. I never, never, ever have, well, except the one time at DB's when I'd left my car in drive and on, I never, <laughs> oh, ever have left my keys in the car and like ran into the gas station and came back or Listen, something Listen, people like that. do it all the time. When I used to have my car parked outside, I would, and, you know, getting up when, when we do yeah. and going to work, I would just let the car warm up while I was in it driving. Mm. And eventually, it would warm up. And I'd be like, ooh, it's toasty now. I put on a big coat. 
Yeah, there, there. And I drive. I'll get me one of them. There are definitely times where, let's say I'm either running late or just kind of zombified in the morning where I don't remember to do the remote start, and I walk out, I'm like, oh, boy, it's cold. And I get in the car, and I turn it on. I'm like, we are going to be cold for the next six to seven minutes. Mm. And, and I shiver. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, when you're driving, it warms up. Yeah. I'm not taking any chances. Mm-hmm. No chances. It does make a difference, though, that you park in the garage now. Oh, absolutely does. It's the worst. Because I park, I, I, I can't fit my truck in, in my garage, and I park out on the uh, in the driveway. And it is, when the few rare times that I take my wife's car to work, it's like almost 20 degrees difference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. Parking in the garage is awesome. That sucks. Why parking does it suck? The, parking in the driveway. Oh, in the driveway, yes. Listen, this is the first time we've had a house where I could fit both cars in the garage. This is fantastic. Yeah, it, it would have cost me a pretty penny to get a long to, to get a longer garage for me to. It was it was an option, but uh, I chose against it because it was just the the price was not worth it for me. I mean, it's a tight squeeze getting both cars in. Well, worth it in this but time of year. This time of year, absolutely. Uh, Billy Bush, the crafted guy. Is it Kreftig or Kraft? Kreft. Kreft. Kreftig. It is? I thought it was Kraft. Yeah, it's Kreft. I mean, it looks like Kraft, but it's it's pronounced Kreft. Huh. Kreftig. That guy, Billy Bush. He uh, got the green light to build a brewery and distillery on the land he owns in Defiance. So the St. Charles uh, County Council approved the development and construction yesterday. It's going to be uh, 20,000 square feet. It's going to be a microbrewery. It's going to be capable of producing 2,500 barrels a year. What is I'm not the, sure what he's going to do, that, like what exactly he's going to brew there. As the, as the guy that's not, that doesn't know about craft beer like you guys, what is considered a craft brewery like as far as how, the output like you were just talking about? Does anybody know? Oh, like the numbers? I don't know. Yeah, like you said, uh, what, did, what number did you say? 2,500 barrels, barrels of I beer. I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a brewery that's not owned by a big conglomerate. Uh, okay, so it's not necessarily the volume. It's the Yeah, because I think Sam Adams the, still... Technically, considers yeah. themselves a microbrew. Okay, don't they? I believe so. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily volume. You know, back to this uh, this one that's going up. I hope it's like some of those others that are right off the uh, Katy Trail. Like that's one of the fun. Well, parts this of- is going to be near uh, Bush Wildlife, um, the old Bridal Spur Hunt Club property. If you know where that is, and it should be done by the spring of 2020. You said it's in Defiance. In Defiance, yeah. It can't be too far off that trail. You ever done that, the Katy Trail down in Defiance? No. Or Augusta? Augusta, no. Oh, it's awesome. Augusta, I've been to the to the wineries up there. Yeah, well, a lot of them are built. There's even a brewery that backs up the 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 patio, is on the trail basically. So you just cruise down there for a couple miles, blow yourself out, and then stop for a little lemon shandy. You know, it's so funny. When was the last time you were at a winery, and you did like a little picnic, which is which I do enjoy, to be honest with you. Uh, Always salami and cheese. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the thing. Always salami and cheese. <laughs> but good salami, good uh, good log of salami and some cheese. I'll good. Take, take a platter and some bottles. <laughs> and a little mini knife. Yeah. A small knife uh-huh. of some sort. <laughs> and uh, finally, locally, uh, Sugar Fire. Sugar Fire Smokehouse plans to open up a location in Edwardsville. Eureka. You already got one down the road in Valley Park, Jeff. Yeah, I know. It's literally 10 minutes away. Well, that's, It is 10 minutes down the road from where you I live. I wouldn't be upset, let's just say. I'd be okay with it. That 10 Evers- minutes down the road. That Eversville one's going to do well. 
It's going to do good out there. Right by uh, the school? It's going to be their 13th location. And they're going to open up in the Ironworks development off Plum Street near the Madison County Transit District's uh, Goshen Trail, if you know where that is. It's going to be open mid-next year, so congratulations nice. to uh, all our friends over there at Sugar Fire. That's awesome. Another location. 13 total. Damn. How could you complain, Jeff? I am certainly like, not. Literally right down the you street You just can't get over that. Kid. I can't because when we go to Sugar Fire, i, I got to travel. I'm certainly not complaining. I'm just saying if it was they were going to plop one in Eureka, I'd be down with it. That's all I mean. Location or driving 10 minutes certainly will not keep me from the place. It hasn't to this point. I like it. Just saying, you don't know how good you have it. You're going to get me thrown out of there, aren't you? Banned. I'm going to walk in and they say, none for you. You guys out there in, uh, well, in Wentzville, you got the uh, Winghaven one? Yeah, which is awesome. It's connected to the emos out there. Get that pizza. Woo, boy. That's yeah, don't they do pizza. like a mashup? Like it's a, a sugar fire pizza, yeah. It's got the white barbecue sauce. It's got the brisket on it. Dude, bacon, it is so damn good. So the one by your house, that's is that the Winghaven one too? No. No, the one that, it's uh, it's north. It's up on... Uh, is that right by, it's right by Doozles, right? It's off of Elm. What's Doozles? Doozles is a frozen custard place. Oh, yeah. I think jammer. that is the place that's next yeah. to it. You don't know Doozles? Dude, Come Doozles on. is. Doozles? I don't think I've uh, had it before, no. I, I will drive out of my way for some Doozles. Yeah, the one we go to, we kind of take back roads up through. Yeah, love me some um, sugar fire. By the way, you're going to mention about that restaurant that you always talk about with the giant cinnamon rolls? Oh, Klein's and, and uh, Rosebud. Rosebud. Closing up. Oh. Apparently they, they they on their sign it says like they were closing at the end of the year they they shut the doors for good yesterday. Oh, oh that's a no. shame. Yeah, you sent me that yesterday. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. That's oh, good. is that the one because of the health issues? And no, it's no, got no, the no. big cinnamon rolls. It just. Oh yes, yes. He's right. The owner got sick and then sold it and then this oh, person. Yeah, yeah. yeah this. The manager yeah, of the restaurant. Say, when you talk about a restaurant, you say health issues. I know. That's not what I meant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not what I meant. No, no, no. The 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 guy that took it over mm -hmm. uh, just a couple years ago from the family. The manager <laughs> apparently is a fan of this show and knows that we l like that place or Riz. Well, when I go out to my buddy's like farm in Owensville, on the way, it's Klein's. You stop at Klein's for breakfast. And they got like cinnamon rolls the size of uh, hubcaps. Yeah, and the guy that took it over was a big fan of it, and that's why he took it over. And uh, he experienced, I, I think, some heart issues or something this uh, yeah. this this last year. Yeah, well, he so he wrote, and this is from their Facebook page. And, mm -hmm. and Patrico, you sent me this yesterday. Uh, he writes, uh, and this is Peter Hall, who I guess took it over. Everyone at, uh, as some of you are, uh, I, I bought Klein's restaurant from Dave and Pat Klein in March of this year. After about a 15-year run on a restaurant that has been a uh, Rosebud, Missouri tradition for over 70 years. I'll never forget my first meal at Klein's. It was hands down the best country fried steak and coconut cream pie I ever had. And instantly, I had a passion to carry out the legacy of this restaurant for as long as I could. Things were going great. I had met customers as well as employees who loved the restaurant and shared in the same passion I did. I had never worked so hard in my life. I still love the place. Unfortunately, and this is what happens with a lot of restaurant owners. You think, man, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to buy this restaurant. You don't realize work it is mm -hmm. to run a successful restaurant. Yeah. It is hard work. And if you're a chef, you never see your family. Unfortunately, the, uh, the hours and work took a toll on me. I had to have open heart surgery in August. Damn. Since then, things had not worked uh, very well, and now it's time to close the chapter on Klein's. Barring any miracle of finding a buyer, I'm afraid it's the end of the road for me. 
I know there's a lot of speculation out there, but I wanted to share my side of the story, and I wanted you to hear it from me. If you have any gift cards or certificates that have not been redeemed, please send a copy of the card or certificate along with your name and address, and it gives the, the address declines. We will attempt to refund these. So there was one part in there, you know, where he said, I wanted you to hear it from me or whatever he said in that part that you just said. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, and, and this is unfortunate, but this is business and it sucks. But, like, employees were on their way to work and got text messages that were like, go home. We're oh, home. man. Sucks. Like, it was that quick. Ugh. And I don't know. We better stop, stop mentioning restaurants on this show. Because remember Burt like Reynolds and then Burt Reynolds died. We have blues players and Burt, then blues players get straighted. Yeah, we, but mentioned this, Klein's, I mean, we haven't mentioned Kleins in a long time since the last time I was out at the farm. Phil's Barbecue, closing yeah. December 30th. Oh, well, yeah, you did mention 57. Phil's Barbecue. 50, well, that's because somebody said that they thought it was already closed, but it, it wasn't. It was open. He's retiring after 57 years. Damn. Yeah, dude, it's still open now, but now we're closed. <laughs> <laughs> we got mentioned. We got the mention. Uh, lock it up. Lock it up. shut her down. I was thinking about closing, so, yeah. Yeah, their cinnamon rolls at Klein's were great. Apparently, the coconut cream pie was good. I'll never experience that. You said you said Phil's they is open until the thirtieth. That's what the sign said. If you want, some, you better get to it. Get some. All right, that's the uh, local stuff we have. <laughs> want, uh, want some? Come get some. What's up, Phil's? We got some uh, <laughs> national news after the break. Our real or fake picks later on, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Also, don't forget, either myself, Tony, or King Scott will be getting shot. All based on our football picks. Ratio football pick of challenge. Jeff, are you warming up your trigger finger? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to pull anything. Your soft gun is in the studio. Uh, also, a little treat for you. Little end of the year wrap up as far as our headline who stories go. Oh, nice. The uh, the best Florida headlines of 2018. Oh, great! The best Florida headlines. So we're extending into Don, Don, uh, Donnie's time. Uh huh. Have we covered all these stories? Uh, I believe so. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard about this, uh, I think we talked about this last week. Uh, Burger King is offering a deal where you can get a Whopper for one cent, but you have to order it on their app. While you're at a McDonald's, it uses <laughs> right. like a location tracker, and uh, I, I mean it's a great deal, except for uh, except this one guy here. He got screwed. A guy named uh, Boyce Harvey. He's in Los Angeles. He tried to take advantage of the Whopper deal, but for some reason it wasn't working right. And somehow, instead of charging him a penny for the Whopper, he found out the app had charged him one thousand ninety-three dollars and ninety-one cents. And that meant he overdrafted his account. Oh, boy. And he complained to Burger King, and they said they're working they're working with him to try to figure out how he got overcharged by $1,093.90. And by the way, if you're wondering if the Order a Penny Whopper at McDonald's campaign is working for Burger King, it really is. Because after they announced the deal... Their app went from about 400th, the 400th most downloaded thing in Apple's App Store, to number one. Wow! In the span of a week. Damn, I I said I said, talking to a buddy, this is this is 
the perfect opportunity for McDonald's. If they want to get their app downloaded a lot, you say, hey, that's fine. Pull into our parking lot. Open up that Burger King app. Select that you want to order a Whopper. Then go to our app. Order whatever you want. Pay for it. We'll bring it out to you, and we'll give you something free. Ah, mm. oh, the Burger Wars, baby. So you don't even have to leave your car. You pull, pull in that spot to order from Burger King. Sure, it's a Whopper for a cent, but you got to go there, and you got to get it. I do Not love now. me a Whopper. Yeah. I do love me a Whopper. It's been I'm, a while. I'm a fan. That's, if, if I was to pick a fast food cheeseburger... It would probably be a real close competition between, it doesn't matter if it's Whopper or, or any type of cheeseburger, but Burger King and uh, the ultimate cheeseburger from Jack in the Box. What's Never it? had it. Oh, Riz. <laughs> I love the Whopper. Dude, I love Big Mac, too. Yeah. Haven't had one of those in a long time. Dude, you would love the ultimate cheeseburger. It is a ton of I don't. I don't have a Jack in the Box by me. Dude, Jack in the Box is one of the, that's, that's, that's. Good point. Listen, not as fat Tony misses Jack in the Box. <laughs> I really truly do. There's one in the in the valley though, right? Is there? I think. I don't I'll know. Tip, like on just just on the other side of Airport Road. I maybe? don't think so. No? Hey Jack, gone but not forgotten. Hey, this see. uh, this next story here sounds like the plot of uh, Sister Act Three. Isn't, two nuns. Isn't there a Sister Act Three? Is there? I know there's only two. No way. That was so. Big. I know there's only two. I don't. If there's a three, it was straight to DVD or Lifetime or something. Oh wait, twenty-one hours ago, Sister Act three. Yep, another one is coming. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, no, man. dude. Well, I got the plot. <laughs> Two nuns accused of embezzling at least five hundred thousand dollars from a Catholic school in the LA area, and they used the money to fund gambling trips to Vegas. B- bunk on this Sister Act three. Headed to the small screen without Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Sucks. Oh already. no, Whoopi. Yeah. Oh, forget it. Then. Sucks already. <laughs> you got Sister Mary Margaret Cooper and Sister Lana Chang reportedly uh, fingered by bank records that indicate they've been scamming the St. James Catholic School in Redondo Beach for at least 10 years. All the while, Sister Mary Margaret, who was the school's principal, told parents and students, hey, we're operating on a shoestring budget. But this chick's going to Vegas, stealing all the money. And the archdiocese and the church will not pursue criminal charges. And they said they're not pursuing criminal charges because the nuns expressed remorse. That's it. All is forgiven. We got to oh, do here. The Catholic so Church sorry. normally goes straight to the cops, too. That's One, million. <laughs> <laughs> One million. They're Hail known Marys. for that. Yeah, they normally they're known go for that. Right right, the when they see something stuff. wrong, they go I right mean, to the cops. As soon as Always. Criminal penguins. Uh-huh. And uh, parents and alumni were made aware of the nuns' scam at a meeting last Monday. Uh, the nuns both retired from the school earlier this year. Not pursuing charges, huh? Weird. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, if you use uh, Twitter in the toxic way that most people use Twitter, mm-hmm. you're not going to like this. A company called Zopa, Z-O-P-A.com, they just created a tool that looks at your tweets for the year and figures out if you are naughty or nice. I saw this. This morning, I put all of ours in there. Just I did ours, too. All of them? I, did, I just did the shows. Is it a, is it, did you say a site or an app? It's a no, site. site. Zopa.com. Just look up Zopa Naughty or Nice. Google it. And you just enter your Twitter name, and it analyzes everything you wrote to figure out which list you belong on. The naughty or nice list. Z-O-P-A? Mm-hmm. Z-O-P-A. Yeah. So I got it right here. 
Oh, we got, you did everybody's already? Yeah. Oh, and, no. to, and to answer, by the way, the most obvious question, Twitter's most prominent user, President Trump, scored 78% naughty. So check out this tool by Googling Zopa Naughty Nice. And this is, I'll, I'll put the, uh, the ratio account in there right now. Oh, I can tell you. I'll tell you right now. Let me see here. I'm pulling up the site right now. Okay. And I, I got ju- I got everybody. I just hit enter, and we are. Are we naughty or nice? Oh, no, we're nice. Yeah. Yeah. 53.66% naughty. All right, you want to do everybody's? Way to go. We are naughty. <laughs> With uh, an H. Naughty. So 53.66% naughty for the Rich Show account on Twitter. Patrico's is? Patrico's is 68.39%. Naughty. Good <laughs> jerk. Jeff Burton. Jeff's is 55.42%. Nice. Oh, to the surprise. Look at you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Moon, you are? Mine's is. Mine's, mine's is. is. <laughs> 67% dumb. Uh, 67.35%. Nice. Oh. So it doesn't always work right. Okay. King Scott? Let's see. King Scott's is... Oh, it's thinking. Ooh, it's, His comes back sugar, actually. It's got a, it's got a lot to analyze. <laughs> you know, King Scott is... Come on, Patrico Naughty, Show Naughty, Jeff and myself. What? Why is this not working? King of We just told Saint... everybody to go there. Right. Yeah, oh, it's crashing. And then King Scott rules? Oh, you're right. King Scott rules. I messed up. King Scott rules is what do you guys want to guess? Eighty-two uh, percent. I don't even know nice. what the hell this is based on. Uh, I got it right here. I think here. it's based on a bunch of keywords like um, yeah, it's the positive and negativity. Sixty point two five percent. Nice. Oh, so you and I are the only <laughs> naughty ones. Oh, he's so pissed that you're nice. What's wrong with you? I want to know what the. It says it's like this this algorithm. I want to know what it is. Three of us are nice. Two of us are mean. It says the it tracks sentiment and the language Twitter users have used throughout the year to determine a naughty or nice score. Yeah, I think it was looking for a bunch of uh, keywords. Mm. Naughty indeed. <laughs> um, I didn't think Amazon was too powerful before, but this is changing my mind here. A new survey asked millennials if they'd rather give up Amazon for a year or sex for a year. And 44% said, yeah, I'd rather have Amazon than sex. 44% chose Amazon over sex. It's kind of silly. the hell are you buying? <laughs> sex robot. I love like, Amazon. You don't need I, to go I to lo- Amazon. I love Amazon. Like, I really, really do. You don't need to go there. You could, it's convenient. But there were many years we survived without it. Mm-hmm. You got it. Uh, 77% said they'd rather have Amazon than alcohol. I'm down with that. That I could say. Okay, that I could see. Yeah. Uh, Early results, and this is important, parents out there, listen to this. Early results from an ongoing study funded by the National Institute of Health show that using smartphones, tablets, and video games is physically changing the brains of adolescents. And the study is following more than 11,009 to 10-year-olds, following them for a decade to see how childhood experiences impact the brain and affect emotional development and mental health. And the early results from brain scans 
are showing that more than seven hours of daily screen time leads to premature thinning of the brain cortex, which is the outermost layer that processes information from the physical world. However, again, these are early results. The study director cautioned. She said, we don't know if it's being caused by screen time. We don't know if it's a bad thing. It doesn't sound like a good thing. No. The thinning of the brain cortex does not sound like a good thing. But she said it won't be until we follow them over time that we'll see if there are outcomes that are uh, that are associated with the differences that we are seeing in this single snapshot. Meaning it's it's early, but this is what we're seeing now. Yeah, the, the phrase thinning of the brain cortex cannot be a positive result no. of this. No, but seven hours of screen time a day for for nine to ten year olds is a lot. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. That's a lot of laying in the bed and, and, and looking at your phone. Yeah. You know, when you first wake up and when you first go to bed. Because I know, I, I know, and it doesn't happen as much now, but my kids used to be, oh, yeah, hey, you're awake. No, I've been up since 6.30. I've just been laying in my bed looking at my Who phone. Who knows what you the know, hell that's, that's doing to us. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So it's a time of year, speaking of Amazon, getting those packages delivered. And now we're hearing about the porch pirates. The porch pirates, people stealing your packages. Now, what I don't get about these porch pirates, is it really worth risking years in jail when you don't even know what's inside the box you're stealing? So there's a 27-year-old guy named Andrew Felix. He was caught on camera taking a bunch of boxes off people's porches in Cincinnati on Saturday. And at least two people's doorbell cameras got clear shots of his face. And police arrested him the next day. So what did he end up trading his freedom for? Well, one of the packages he stole had women's clothing in it. Oh, lucky. And that was the best thing he got. The other box contained a pair of gym shorts, a 27-pound bag of dog food, and a half-gallon jug used for testing urine. Is that what? what? The urine jug was part of a testing kit somebody ordered to see if they could donate a kidney to their cousin. So now the cousin has to wait even longer to see if they're a match. But anyway, this guy's facing prison time. Idiot. For such stupidity. I bet a 27-pound bag of dog food ain't cheap, though. <laughs> well, remember we had somebody out in St. Peter's, one of uh, one of our listeners. Yep. Mm-hmm. She had a bag of dog food stolen off her front porch. Yep. Again, for a guy working at a, for, a, for a landscaping company. With, with a shirt on that had the landscaping company. Oh, another yeah. genius. You're the dummy of the day. Gummy. So to all these porch pirates out there, package theft on the rise. Yeah, it's time of year for that. What do we do to keep ourselves safe? What do we do to keep ourselves, our packages safe? Number one is ship things to an Amazon locker, uh, a UPS store, a FedEx store, or even to work. Ship things to work. Of course, just make sure it's cool, you know, with your boss. To I was going to say, I don't want to ship things here because, I mean, a bunch here. of presents that I bought for either the kids or for the wife came through Amazon. And with the amount of stuff my wife orders, too, I don't have enough hands or people that work here to mm. help me carry it down. They say also maybe team up your neighbors. If you have a neighbor who's retired or works from home, ask them uh, if you could ship something to their house. Or if they'd collect any packages left at your door. Request a signature delivery. Uh, the downside is somebody needs to be home to sign for it. And, and depending on your work schedule, 
you might end up in a long line at the post office on a Saturday. But, again, these are all ways to protect yourself. Uh, track packages online. Also sign up for delivery notifications in case the package gets delayed or, or delivered earlier than expected. Yeah, the, the guy that lives across from my new place is a retired military. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, when, when I was moving in and everything, he came over and we chatted a little bit. And he had said, he, he goes, I've noticed that there's already been some packages showing up at your house. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm right across the street and I'm home all the time. So if you ever need me to grab something for you, just let That's me know. That's very nice to have oh, somebody like that. You are yeah. the best. Dude, he is amazing. He he. He sent me a message on Facebook like a week ago and said, hey, there's somebody at your house. I'm not quite sure who they are. And I popped open the ring doorbell, and it was the guys doing some landscaping. That's wonderful to have people looking out for your house yeah. like that. It's you're, amazing. You're lucky to have a neighborhood like that. Uh, install security cameras. Well, I, you know, as a matter of fact, with the tracking packages, I got one of those uh, Amazon Echoes, the Echo Show. Yeah. With the screen. And it says, you know, if something comes from Amazon, you know, one package being delivered today. Yeah, and did you do you notice now they have like your package is six stops away? Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah. Fancy. If you go to it, it tells you like, hey, here's where they are right now. They are 0.8 miles away from you. You're eight Fancy. stops away. Soon they're gonna have a do you want them to grab some pizza on the way? Oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. nice. Feature. That'd be awesome. You so, know what? Maybe that's maybe that's a good business model where you just have packages delivered to you. And you just guarantee, hey, I'm going to be home all day on Tuesday. So if it says that it's going to arrive on Tuesday, have it shipped to me, and then I'll bring it to you. If you need me to do some errands for you, I'll do those too. It's like it's a, central, it's a central delivery location. That's pretty awesome. Cool. I was going to start that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I'm sure you were. Uh, install security cameras. You know, there are several camera systems like the Nest and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Ring doorbell. You know, obviously, they send the real-time alerts to your phone when motion detector senses movement. And uh, they also, they say, make it look like your home. Leave lights on a timer. If you have an extra car, park it in the driveway so it looks like your home. Even small changes like that can make a thief pass your house. You'll pass your house for an easier target. It's little things. That's actually pretty, pretty smart. I never would have thought about that. You're welcome. Thank you. And finally, uh, the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, they're reminding people, once again... Not to eat raw cookie dough. Don't eat raw cookie dough or cake mix or raw bread. Is it because of the egg? I'm still going to. Because I've been eating cookie dough, um, but she makes it without the egg. Well, on a message on their website, and this is the CDC, they wrote, quote, when you prepare homemade cookie dough, cake mixes, or even bread, you may be tempted to taste a little bite before it's fully cooked, but steer clear of this temptation. Eating or tasting unbaked products that are intended to be cooked, such as dough or batter, can make you sick. Children can get sick from handling or eating raw dough used for crafts or play clay, too. You want yourself some E. coli for Christmas? Nope. I don't know. Some of the cookie dough I've been having recently is worth the risk. In 2016, 63 uh, 63 people were infected following an outbreak of E. coli that was linked to raw flour. Oh, that's it? Aww. You want yourself some salmonella for Christmas? Again, did you say 63? 63. That's not a big number. Are you going to roll the dice, though? Well, maybe. <laughs> if you had this cookie dough. I am. Yeah. I mean, you we're taking what? the egg out they of say, it. They sell. They sell. You know who said the same dough. thing? Oh, only, yeah, no, six, seen that. only 62 people have been affected? The 63rd. The 63rd guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. I'm, I, listen, I'm down for it. I don't care. Salmonella, raw eggs. More cars were stolen in Central West End. I'm still going there. Are you? 
Yeah. I'm not going. Well, I'm eating my cookie though. <laughs> I, I, mean, this, I was this just is, there on Saturday. This was back yeah. in this is my back in my I didn't care. I was four hundred pound days. I made and I I was like, this is the greatest idea ever. I took cake mix. I made it, no egg, put them in cupcake cups and froze them and ate them as desserts. Is that good? It was delicious, but what a disgusting pig. Oh my <laughs> God. Wow, that's raw flour. That's like uh, in my yeah. head, I went. I, I eat the bowl. I eat the bowl. It's flour. Like you, you know, you, you eat the spoon. Meant to be cooked. Well, I didn't even think about that. Have you had? Have you had some nice homemade cookie dough recently? No, dude. It it's one of those things that makes you sit down and go, God, could life be any better? I mean, I was just born yeah, at the right time cooked. in the right place. This I've eaten we'll raw make, cookie we'll dough and raw cake batter for thirty three years, and I have been. Clock yes, is ticking, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, last time I said something like that, I snapped my knee a week later. Just wait. I was talking about my Just knee. Just wait until you get sick. And I go, there you go. I, Time's I, up. I, I probably, un- unfortunately, won't <laughs> be Just eating raw cookie dough batter anytime soon. But Bring it to me. <laughs> Normally Time's people are like, up. well, man, lucky for you, man. You haven't got sick. Riz goes, wait till you get you'd sick. Don't come raw, bitching to me. You'd rather eat <laughs> raw cake batter than an actual cake? Yeah. At the time, yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> for sure. Truth, my favorite yeah. thing, my favorite really? thing about making a cake is the bowl and the spoon afterwards. Yes, yeah, me too. Uh, like I after used to you, ask my mom I when I was like a kid to make cookies, uh, just so I could have the dough. I didn't want the cookies. I'm, I'm much actually. You know what? Now that I think about it, I much rather have that. The only reason I make a cake is to get that. You know, sometimes the raw cookie dough is like gritty. Yeah, you can. You know, it's, okay. it's you're like damn you're right. Chewing it's sugar. Okay. Yeah, it's gritty. Yeah. No, it's okay. Damn Everything right. Everything is good. Brownies, same way. Bam. Yep. And you I don't mean, brownies, yeah, brownies. I'll lick the spoon, but yeah, I don't but, want like a whole bowl. But I look bowl forward to that. No, I don't want a whole bowl of it either. I'm not saying a whole bowl. Oh, I but you I'm said saying... you would rather have the dough than the actual cake. I mean, yeah, I would rather have that. Oh, yeah, me too. Brownie sure. batter is, hmm. brownie oh my batter, goodness. But, but when you put it in the oven, it transforms to brownies. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get edges and inconsistencies. I know what I'm getting with it, I mean, save a step, save some time. It makes brownies. Eat it faster. Brownie batter is way better than brownies. Get out of oh here. Oh my God. See, Get the sh- out of here. Trico and I are back on the same Get team. Get out of here. He's right. Wow. No. Um, There's no edges in the batter. Oh, the, the edges, edges are the best part. Oh, you guys are officially. You dunk that in the milk? Oh, no, 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 no. man. You're not dunking yeah. brownies. Yeah. You're not dunking brownies. <laughs> yeah, you're dunking brownies. Uh, you they guys have, are uninvited have, to my have, life now. They have pants that are, just, that are all edges for don't, for uh, for brownies. Yeah, yeah, for crazy people. Those are for yeah, murderers. Crazy people are supposed to be people raw dough. Now. Nobody's nope. the, those the edge, for those disease edge control pans, aren't telling us not to eat brownies. Those edge pans, I'm sure they probably are, to be you honest with list. you. <laughs> but you no, probably, that's yeah. the amount of brownies, not you, just brownies. No, if you themselves. go to it, they're probably gonna tell you that brownies has got, you know, some some sort of that well, make you it need eggs to make brownies. Yeah, you just skip the eggs. Wow. Okay. Monsters. <laughs> Even with the eggs, though, with it. I don't care. Yeah. of American Ninja Warrior. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. I love that guy. Matt Eisman. Super nice. Yeah, super nice guy. Remember we had uh, Dan Cummins in here on a Friday. We're talking about conspiracy theories. We're kind of making fun of the flat earthers. Mm-hmm. 
There's the flat earthers, and there's the there's the new one where there are some people, in all seriousness, think the world is shaped like a donut. Yeah. With a hole in the center. And then the the moon goes up and down. Right. You hear that one, Scott? That's the one I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know anybody that say, um, do you know anybody that that thinks the uh, the, the, the moon landing is a hoax? Oh, you mean the fact that it was filmed on a television set? Like, do you actually know anybody that I thinks do not. that? No. Dude, I bet you we uh-huh. do. You just don't know it. I bet you we do, yeah. too. Um, the Shining guy, uh, what's his... Yeah, the director. Yeah, he's the one that orchestrated well, it. Well, that's, hey, that's you know him? Mm-hmm. Why that's is there the wind? <laughs> if, if, if I knew somebody, or I found out that somebody, or if I found out one of you guys in this room... You'd be fired. Thought up, the yeah. moon landing was a hoax. I would be very disappointed. <laughs> Riz says, "If I knew somebody that thought the moon landing was a hoax, I would not know that person anymore. We would no longer be friends." What if one of your good friends, your good friends? I'll be honest with you. I would think of them differently. So, <laughs> they go, "Oh man, have you tried that one restaurant?" I go, "No, I haven't." They go, "Oh, it's a great restaurant. You should try it." I go, "Yeah, well, you don't believe the moon landing happened, yeah. so that restaurant." Sucks. We could see the footprints, like you could uh, with a telescope. You could are see they? The, the footprints from, from the... Oh, is that what those are? Okay. Yeah, first uh-huh. of all, So a, you believe them. Is that a paper mache moon hanging in the sky. Yeah. yeah. You think NASA really wants you to see the moon? That ain't the moon. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. It ain't called NASA. It's called NASA. <laughs> There's a telescope conspiracy. There would be a lot of moving parts to faking the moon landing. You know what NASA stands for? You think by for? now, somebody would have leaked something? You know what NASA stands for? No astronauts seen anything. That's exactly what it stands for. <laughs> Am I right, though? With some of these big conspiracy theories, there'd be a lot of moving parts to it. Yeah, but if you One work in thing. government, you would never be misleading. By now, Scott, somebody would have said something. Listen, I, Somebody would have leaked the information. If somebody's super promised not to say anything. <laughs> yeah. But you pinky swore. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Listen up, There's Neil. Science. There's no proof. No proof. Neil, you better shut your damn mouth when it comes to this. Well, Neil believes it because he he wasn't in on it. They put him in a capsule and, then and they, they shook spun him it around. And they yeah. shook it around a little bit. <laughs> they shook it for so hours and hours. On a on a recent uh, NBA podcast, uh, Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors superstar Steph Curry, said he believes the moon landing was a hoax. He was talking with three other uh, NBA stars, and oh, here he is in his own words. This is we ever been to the moon? No. Nope. They gonna come get us. I don't think so. Elon Musk. Sorry, I'm starting conspiracy. They been on the moon. You don't think so? Mm-mm. You gotta do the uh, research on Stanley. Were Stanley like Kubrick. This big back then. Bro, Man, you talking about we got some? We took something to the moon. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. We are talking on devices that were right. in the movie Back to the Future, where I can see someone's face and speak to them and all that. And you don't think we put someone on the moon? And we Not have, in the we're 60s. flying around. This is the 1960s. <laughs> I, the greatest proof is that we have cheese in stores. Like, where uh-huh. else would cheese come from? We're mining it from the moon. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about questioning everything, especially, you know, anything that can be controlled and, and moved around with, with mainstream media these days. No, listen, I don't know how serious he was. It sounds like he's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. But NASA has offered to let Steph Curry tour the evidence at the uh, Johnson Space Center next time. The Warriors are in Houston to play the Rockets. My, my favorite thing is this. And this is what I love. I, you lose all argument when you say something to me, 
and then I question you, and your response is, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, you think, the, you think landing on the moon is fake? And he goes, bruh. Oh, yeah, I believe you now. Wow. I, By I, the way, I'm on the not, same page now. He's not the first NBA star. No, I think... Uh, Kyrie Irving said yes. that Kyrie was Irving flat. was flat, yes. I think. He said the earth was flat, and he was serious, and he doubled down on it, and he tripled down on it, and he, and he quadrupled down on it, and finally, back in October, he apologized for it. <laughs> what, about, what about the guy from the Rams? Are you going to talk about that, too? The guy from the Rams that doesn't believe dinosaurs existed? Who? I, there's a there's a player on the I can look it up. There's a guy on the Rams who literally is on record as saying that dinosaurs do not exist, and and you got to be kidding me with this. He's like, there's no way dinosaurs. Those bones have been planted there. There's no way that dinosaur dinosaurs existed. Mm. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> the same. <That> wait. <laughs> Here, when I looked it up, this is the uh, this is the headline. Rams player thinks dinosaurs are a hoax, but mermaids are real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks mermaids are oh, real. <laughs> God, it'd be so cool if he's right. <laughs> All right. His name is uh, Rams defensive end uh, was in 2016. Billy Hayes? Oh, come on. Well, that's not. He thinks archaeologists place bones underground like a parent would place Easter eggs. They just, they just planted them. It's some large conspiracy. He Bruh. does not believe that dinosaurs ever existed, and he thinks that mermaids are real. I love dinosaurs. So we have a big point of contention. But wow. that was the article. Okay. Looks like he's with the dolphins now, ironically enough, which are, <laughs> which are also are fake. I didn't, oh. Also fake. Damn it. Dolphins landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Okay. It is time. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. So it was between myself, Riz, King Scott. We all had the Seattle Seahawks. And Seattle got a touchdown with 2 minutes 53 uh, seconds left. Got another one two plays later when Justin Coleman ran back a fumble. And Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins lost the ball. So guess what? That means I safe. I safe. So approaching Carl in the corner of the room, I will need King Scott to assume thy position in let's front just, of let's Carl. Just get it over with. We are going not one, not two, not three, not four. I know you were dreading this all shots. morning. Yeah, all morning he's it's been talking about morning. how he's getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. He's These are time. only right now, and they're not that thin. Did you cheat again? You better make, sure no make sure there's no wallet. There's no padding. Make sure there's no phone. Make sure you lift up. Make sure you get tight. So five shots. Sorry, King Scott. Ready? Yep. All right. You know, screw the uh, screw the drum roll. I want to hear the pain. All right. You ready? Raise on your count. Did you cock the uh, the device? Sorry. All right. Ready? Ready, Scott? Yeah. Three, two. One, it's not you. You're an idiot, dude. It's not you. Do the math. Come on, it's man. It's not you. Get over there, you idiot. It's Riz. It's me. Do the math, yeah, man. Yeah, all three of us had it, but you had how many points? 30. 30-something. Uh, 30 you had 40-something. Yeah. I had 36. He had, had 50. 50. It was a low-scoring game. It was it was 21 <laughs> to 7. How happy are you right I thought, now? I thought since... Uh-uh. You thought since what? Just because of that. That is great news. <laughs> It's me. Damn it. This whole time, My stomach was about to turn already. Don't you remember when this morning this morning you were talking about how you were going to get shot? And I was like, well, what was the score? And you said it. And all I'm thinking is, that doesn't make any sense, Scott. Are you thinking this through? It's me. <laughs> yes. 
I just thought since it was closest to his that it would, he right and I were both losing. Well, there was three of right you, up to the line, and it was whoever was the furthest. Three. Okay. Should, King's guy should probably take one. Man. Sorry, I would have taken. And just that. to let you know, and Scott, I know this is something that you really dread. He has been talking about this since I got in the office this morning. He's like, I don't want to get shot three times today. Shot three times? This is the... Is that great news, Scott? No, I hate to see you get in pain. Thank you. I would love to take that for you. You shouldn't. Uh, All right. Ready? And are you going to count, Riz, or you want us to count? I'll count. All right. Here we go. So are we going? How are we going here? We going? Three, two, one, boom, and then you're counting all three times. All one cheek? Do you have a choice? Do you have I a mean, preference? I'd like to know. Be Let's be surprised. You got you got your wallet out of there? I'll go left, right. Moon, why aren't you yelling at him to lift up shirts and do I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy. Stuff. I'm doing other things. Look at me. I'm bent over. Yeah, yeah, well, look, look at your sweater. Look at your sweater. Your it's blocking it. Hanging. It's blocking yeah, yeah, it. Get that, get that up. If I'm right, you're going to get the same treatment I am. You better stop it. Stop trying to cheat. <laughs> Those are thick jeans. Those are abnormally thick. I mean, abnormally <laughs> Weird. Ready? What are those made out of? Cow? Ah, oh, God. Ow, 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 ow. Bend over. Go, go, go. He's the best. Riz is the best when he gets shot. House of pain. He is house of pain. Jump around. I love it. Oh, that was awesome. gnarly. Try to use the soft one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I love every second of it. Oh, my <laughs> the gosh. The jumping is the best. Oh. You almost jumped right out of that sweater. <laughs> oh, man. Patrico, you have the best angle of that because when you see yeah, it from there, you get to see, it, see hit it hit and hit. bounce off. I hit, I saw it in air. Oh, it that is great. a lot. Of, that's a lot of pain. Woo! Love it. All right. Sorry, boss. Wow. Uh, by the way, one more fun fact about the game last night with the loss that per, that put uh, Kirk Cousins at 0-7 on Am Monday Night Football, making him officially <laughs> the worst quarterback in the history of Monday Night Football. Oh, good. Jeez. You Kirk know, I Cousins. knew I was screwed. It was three nothing going I into loved the it. Uh, end of the half. I loved it. <sighs> Uh, the Blues are in action tonight against the Florida Panthers at the Did Enterprise you do action Center. Action in quotes? <laughs> no, I didn't. The Blues are in action tonight. But I will tell you this: so a few roster changes have been made. We'll see Jordan Jordan Bennington as the backup for Jake Allen. Chad Johnson has been released. Ah! They released him. So there's a change. Formerly Ocho Cinco, formerly Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson's out. Yeah, they released him. Oh. They released him. Gone. Also, I don't know if anybody saw this. I'm sure everybody saw this. There was a little scuffle of practice yesterday. A little. And it wasn't because there was an opposing team practicing at the same time. Did it you was, see the fight? Oh, yeah. It was course. Justin Sanford, and it was uh, Robert Bertuzzo throwing down. Zach Sanford. Zach Sanford. What did I say? Justin? I know a guy named Justin. Fred Sanford. He just changed. Fred Sanford. <laughs> I, know, I know a guy named Justin. He might be the, playing They soon. were fighting about that because he wanted to change his <laughs> yeah. name to Zach. And he's like, no. Uh, Justin Sanford is Bortuzzo a team risk member, by the way. Bortuzzo got some pretty good rights. Yeah, uh, he did. And, 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 and one takeaway, and I saw a bunch Man, of different. ass is on fire. I saw a bunch of. Yes, it is. Yep. I saw a bunch of different sports analysts say this, that uh, the, the number one takeaway is, is that nobody broke it up. Yeah, Steve Ott got yeah, in the middle yeah, of it. Not one, not the same players. Like, no player was like, yeah, whoa. Let them just let, just let him go. Let him go. They just let him go. Uh, I love this. The Washington Redskins oh, have had some trouble Yikes. in the quarterback department. Alex Smith hurt. Backup Colt McCoy hurt. They signed Mark Sanchez. He was horrendous. Then they signed some dude who hasn't attempted a pass since 2011. When the Giants rolled the Redskins this past weekend, Sanchez was benched. Josh Johnson came in. Now the team announced that Johnson will be the starter this week. And the best part is, and this is not a joke, 
When asked how Johnson learned some of the plays and learned some of his teammates' names, his response was this. I had to play Madden to learn some things. It was a short week to prep. So I got on, played Madden, learned about my teammates. When he was asked what he learned about his teammates by playing Madden, which is the video game, he said, their names. Josh Johnson starts on Sunday against the Jacks. Wow. Yet still like Kaepernick and a couple of people that didn't that didn't have teams early in the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, last week, we talked about how the United States women's national team was going to play a World Cup tune-up game at Bush in May. Now, after their grouping was announced, it looks like they got a real solid draw. So, usually, I mean, Moon, you can talk about this. Historically, the United States almost always gets lumped in the group of death. Like well, they, we've, we've had a couple interesting draws the last couple of days. How about this? The women drew Group F, which has them going against Sweden, Thailand, and Chile. I mean, they have like a 99.8% chance to move on to the knockout round. Right. Uh, team will take on an opponent to be named later on May 16th at Bush. And finally, Mizzou beat Oral Roberts on Friday, 80-64. to Their next game Tuesday against Xavier. SLU is 7-2 and on the court. They beat uh, the Oregon State Beavers, 65-61. Uh, their next game is going to be uh, next Sunday, or this upcoming Sunday, against Houston on the road. And Illinois beat UNL. LV on Saturday, 77-74. Their next game on Saturday against Eastern Tennessee State. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Who's. Brought to you by 123Mortgage.com, a division of AFN and MLS, number 237341. All right, so something a little different here. Instead of uh, a, a headline Who's draw, I'll give you some of the best headlines from Florida in 2018. Like Best Florida headlines of 2018 as today's headline news story. And see if you remember these stories. Florida woman high on meth ran around naked in park because she believed giant spider was on her. I believe we've had all these stories. <laughs> the, the, the follow-up to that is there wasn't actually a giant spider on her, correct? High on meth. Oh. Man beats boyfriend with novelty singing fish. Yep, I remember that. Man rips urinal off pub's wall, then runs wet and naked into the woods to escape. Don't microwave your pee, Jacksonville gas station owner's bizarre <laughs> request. <laughs> Florida man hid legless girlfriend in plastic tote. One of my favorites of the year. Wow. Naked Florida man baking cookies on George Foreman Grill responsible for fire. Florida man charged with DUI after mistaking bank drive through for Taco Bell, police say. Largo couple steal motorized shopping cart from Walmart, drives to bar. A woman named Crystal Methvin, charged with drug possession. Guess which kind? Naked man chases two around Chick-fil-A parking lot. Tells deputies, look at my dong, look at my ass. Yep, there's video. 73-year-old woman worried about meth she was smoking asks doctors to test it. Jason Vickery breaks into home, plays with toy helicopter masturbates, cops say. Mm-hmm. Florida man awarded $37,500 after cops mistaked glazed donut crumbs for meth. <laughs> Titusville grandmother pops out teeth to scare off nude man on back porch. Florida couple built drive through window at mobile home to sell drugs. Florida doctor removes women's kidney after mistaking it for a tumor during back surgery in Florida. Oh, man. Boy gets stuck in art- uh, an arcade claw machine. Florida restaurant no longer allows Monkey Mondays after animal bit eight-year-old boy. Uh, yeah, so Florida restaurant no longer allows Monkey Mondays after animal bites eight-year-old boy. Sorry about that. <laughs> Cocaine and purse. Woman blames it on a windy day. Florida woman arrested and charged with aggravated assault without intent to kill after she reportedly farted loudly 
and a dollar store and pulled knife on man who complained. <laughs> Florida men, one disguised in bull costume, allegedly tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce. And finally, woman shaves legs in crowded Florida hotel pool. That's the worst oh, one. Yeah. Man, that's right. That's Those true. are the best Florida headlines. That sure made its rounds, didn't it? Of 2018. Man. That woman who shaved her legs at the, at the pool? Oh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. And that right there is today's headline hoosh. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, 843 on this Tuesday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. This guy shreds ass. Mm-hmm. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. We have, over the last several days, uh, several several days debated the appropriateness, if you will, of that uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, the song from way back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, quickly becoming the classic, yes. Yes, the debate of our generation. <laughs> Good explanation has not. It would it would be nice to maybe one of the singers, like one of the OG singers. It'd be cool if one of them would say, "Hey, here was my mo- motivation." Well, they're now they're now radio stations it. pulling it from their playlist. In fact, I just read this morning, a radio station actually put it back on their playlist because of the backlash. Oh, really? Huh. You know, it was a station out in, in, in San Francisco, of all places. One of, one of my DJ buddies said he was at a party, and he specifically, like, did not put that on the playlist. And somebody came up and was like, will you, will you play the song? And he was like, ah. And they were like, no, nah, I want to hear it. Not because it's funny, not because it's controversial. I, I like that song. song. And he was like, okay. And he played it, and he was like, nobody said anything. Of course not. Yeah, no. So let's hear from, or you, you want to hear from one of the singers. He recorded it in 1959. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Dean Martin's daughter, Dina, to talk about it since he's dead since 1995. And yes, as you would think, Dad saw nothing wrong with it. There's nothing bad about that song, and it just breaks my heart. And I know my dad would be going insane right now. He would say, well, what's the matter with with you? You know, uh, get over it. It's it's just a fun song. Because he was so sweet anyways. You know, he would would never say anything bad about that. He was a great guy, fun guy, nice, and he wouldn't want to do anything offensive that wasn't uh, that wasn't dean martin yeah, real fun guy real fun guy. fun guy i interviewed her a billion and a half years ago she's she's su- super cool and she is making money off of being dean martin's daughter for if sure to, if i were to fathom a guess <clears throat> most people are not offended by that song i would i would be on team you're correct yeah make him think i'm see vocal minority yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicki Minaj's new uh, boyfriend. Oh, wait, boy, oh, boy. We're going to talk about him in a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to hear a politically correct version of Baby It's Cold? I outside? was hoping you'd ask. Here we go, Jeff, for you. All right, thanks. The PC version of Baby It's Cold Outside. I really can't stay. Okay, you're free to go. I've got to go away. Understood, no means no. This evening has been super appropriate. But I do understand consent. Definitely text her right now. Here's the code, and there is the door. I am gonna stand over here. You are in control of this thing. Invite them over if you like. Say, what's in this drink? Um, nothing but Sprite. I wish I knew how to break the spell. 
I do know how to spell harassment. I hear you loud and clear. I'm trying super hard. Please just go out, baby. Just go outside. I simply must go. Uber is right outside. The answer is no. Seriously, right outside. Welcome has been. I'll walk you to the curb. But totally consensual. Hopefully not about us. There will be plenty implied. Please do not imply anything. Baby, just go out, baby. Just go. Baby, just go outside. Yeah. Please do not imply anything. I keep waiting for Seth Rogen to start laughing. <laughs> Sounds like it. Hey, did you hear Nicki Minaj got a new boyfriend? Oh, I heard, yes. Yeah, they're Instagram official now, so congratulations to them. Uh, we'll see how long this one lasts. I don't know if they'll break up or if he'll go to jail. His name's Kenneth Petty, and he is a registered sex offender. Okay. In the state of New York, but hold on. Back in 1995, he was convicted of first-degree uh, attempted rape as well. He served four years. Oh, people started calling him out for it, and Nikki said, Whoa, 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 he was 15, she was 16, they were in a relationship. Go F yourself, internet. Y'all can't ruin my life. Or you can't run my life. Y'all can't even run Y'all y'all's own life. Me. And then uh, that's where Kenneth's rap sheet ends. Not true. He also <laughs> killed a guy in 2002 by shooting him several times. He was up for murder, got it reduced to first degree manslaughter, served seven years, got out in 2013. But she's uh, she's staying with him. Well, I, I hope she's... Happy. Puts up a picture <laughs> of them uh, wrapped all around I each other. For, happiness. She says, let's give them something to talk about. Now, let's move on to a, a rapper, uh, Tala, uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I know you're a big Ty fan Dolla of Sign, Ty yes. Dolla Sign. <laughs> Riz loves Ty Dolla How's Sign. How's he doing? Yeah. He's been indicted on charges of uh, felony cocaine possession. Mr. Sign uh, is facing one count of felony possession of cocaine, one count of felony possession of THC, and one count of misdemeanor possession of less than an ounce of weed. He was arrested in Atlanta in September after cops found pot and coke in his limo. And it's great as the video shows how cops are surrounding his limo and the drug-sniffing dogs are going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was arrested and he is facing up to 10 years behind bars. Speaking of... uh Cocaine. When does that new Clint Eastwood movie come out? What's the it? What's, is it called? The the, yeah, the Mule. Uh, and there's, I watch a trailer, and there's a scene where, so I guess Clint Eastwood is a, is a drug smuggler, like an old guy drug smuggler, smuggler. And uh, there's a scene where you know he gets pulled over, and a cop pulls up, and the drug sniffing dog just goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Friday. Do, do you know uh, Rotten Tomatoes so uh, far can, on this I thing? I can tell you right now. Rotten Tomatoes and Bradley Cooper. The Mule. It is no tomato score available for critics. 98% of audience want to see it. Mm. You super, super want to see it. There are some Thursday night showings. According to this. Jeff, I think you said this uh, last week. It is it is great how they made him up to look really, really old. Yeah. A lot of makeup they to make him no makeup at all. (laughs) He looks like a skeleton with skin on it right now. There's a piece of video over there entitled, Of What Song Do I Speak? Okay. So whomever can get this song, don't play it. Playing it is the answer, sir. Uh, This song was released in the U.S. in 1975, and it peaked at number nine. Then in 92, it got back to number two, thanks to a movie. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 04, 
Last month, thanks to a movie, it re-entered the Hot 100 at number 33, and it is now the most streamed song of the 20, 20th century at 1.9 billion streams, according to My the band's label. My Quickly, does anybody have an answer? My hand went up first. I win this round. His name's on the show. Ah. Riz, what do you got? Bohemian Rhapsody. Why don't you hit the thing and see if you're right? Sorry. I, I was right. You would have got it wrong. You're right. I was going to say Bohemian Rhapsody. Was that you? That was me. I couldn't even tell. So congratulations, Riz. You got that right Thanks, first. Tony, you got it. Don't worry. Thanks, <laughs> A uh, new documentary on the Netflix over here. It's called The American Meme. Has anybody heard about this yet? I saw it yesterday. Uh, Damn it. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. Because uh, I was looking for something to watch on Netflix, and it got a terrible rating. Oh, Did it? Nice. Really? And I know it's with Paris Hilton, and I can't It's really Paris Hilton, Fat Jewish, and... Uh, um, the Fat Hello? Jewish is the guy that steals people's yeah. Instagram postings and passes them off as his own. Yeah, so, the, so it's all about... Uh, being a social media sure. star, being being a big social media star, and that's who they talk to. This is the intro. It's a DJ Khaled, Emily Ratajkowski, and uh, Haley Baldwin. They're all talking about fame and love, and almost how they're the kind of the same thing when you're a media superstar. God called me and he said, "Khaled, embrace your blessings for this technology." Every fan out there, I feel like we know each other for real, and that's like what you call love. And a crowd cheers for you and, like, loves you. Oh, it's just the best feeling it's in the Netflix. entire world. It's yes. a lot of pressure. Like, I don't only. like letting people yeah. down. It is. And if they didn't love it, then I didn't do my job. My job is to make you fall in love with me. If you go to a school and you ask a bunch of kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They're going to say famous. Like, it's a job. Yeah. There's this whole thing, this attention accusation. If you think I should watch it, I'll watch it. It's interesting. It's got the guy from the Britney Spears toxic video, like, this real good-looking model dude who kind of disappeared from social media intentionally, so it's it's interesting to get his perspective. It's got that Russian um, photographer kid. Uh, well, he's the first generation here, but it, like, a, you know, from his parents are Russian okay. and it goes b b with his family, which is actually pretty interesting because he's one of the few guys that's like, this life sucks. I don't want to do this in five years and I'm super sad and I have to drink to go to sleep. That, that, Part of it is really interesting because the other guys are talking about how they got to be done up all the time. It's got that Brittany Furlang gal that was like super, super rich from uh, Vine. Okay. And she's with Tommy Lee now. Do you know who so I'm talking is it, about? Yeah, it's something I should watch. It kind of jumps around. Uh, the I, idea itself is fascinating to me. What's but it, you don't, what's it you, called? You make it sound like it's it's not it's done um, all that well. No, no, American no. I didn't say that. They, I think the reviews are saying The reviews it's not are terrible. Well. <clears throat> Listen, it's it's an interesting semi-education of where pop culture is these well, days. Well, is it is it just obvious? Uh, yes and no. And like, I, I hate okay, to tell I you that, it. and don't you don't have to play the other piece of audio, but this is a reason maybe why you don't want to watch it. It's Paris Hilton talking about how she has 50 million followers, yet she's See, still lonely. Yeah, but Paris, Paris Hilton is a different game because she she didn't volunteer for some of the stuff that happened to her in the beginning. I, I do side but with her on that. she made a lot of money off it. Yeah, of course she did. She, she turned it into it. something. And she's one of the few people that like had a complete downfall and all that and kind of brought it back up. I'll be honest with you. I'll watch a documentary if I know I'm going to learn something. I, I don't know if I'm going to learn much I, I think you'll get a little bit of a grasp. Don't see it as a documentary. What it is is it's a it's an overblown and better done E documentary mm. type thing. You know, well, it's here, like, it's like an E whole, entertainment vibe. play this little parasol cup. When I get up in the morning, I'll first look on Instagram and then Facebook. Okay, I'm done. Listen, she 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 gets a bad rap, and sometimes it's deserved, and sometimes it's not. 
Sometimes it's dessert. Right. A uh, new trailer for Once Upon a Deadpool. That's the PG-13 re-release of Deadpool. Has some new scenes in it. And man, some of the best stuff about Deadpool is their releases and their little teasers and stuff. And this is no different. You can watch this on the blog if you want. But it's Fred, Sh- Fred Savage takes a shot at Nickelback. Well, and we played, we played the actual, because a couple weeks ago, it was as if it was Princess Bride, yes. where Deadpool is reading the Peter Falk part to a now older Fred, Fred Savage. Savage who's laying in bed. Mm-hmm. Right. And Fred Savage makes fun of Nickelback and it kind of cuts there. Right. Well, I think now we get a little more. This is the whole thing and it's fantastic to listen to and even better to see. Listen to this. Once upon a Deadpool. Kind of from Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you know, you're Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. It's music, but it sucks. Hey, that's it. I'm done. I've had it with all this Nickelback hating, right? You think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? No, it just makes me right. It doesn't. They're overproduced, formulaic ear garbage. Oh, really? You know who might disagree with that? Facts. 50 million albums worldwide. 11th best-selling musical act of all time. Billboard's most successful rock group of the last decade. Six Grammy nominations, 12 Juno Awards. Those count. Six Billboard Music Awards, two American Music Awards, one People's Choice Award, Canadian, and a partridge in a pear tree. Sorry. I thought we were just having fun. I didn't realize it was like... You know, you were, um... You gotta say, you were nicer as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Uh Uh-huh. And then they go and they go on to sing how you remind me. Yeah, yeah, the music comes out of nowhere and they're holding hands like, where did that come from? And they just get <laughs> and how into do I know it. all the words? Right. Yeah, I hate them, but Maybe how do you I know like all Nickelback? the words? Ah, who would have thought? All right, quickly name the three judges or coaches or whatever from the from the voice. Anybody? Uh, the Voice. It's a Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You got it. No, it's Clarence Adam Thomas. Levine. Uh-huh. It's Christina. Blake Shelton. Leonardo. And it's Raphael. Gwen. Gwen? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, uh, Kelly Clarkson. I got four names here. Adam Levine, Blake yes. Shelton, yes. Kelly Clarkson, and Gwen Stefani. No, it's not Gwen Stefani. It's Hudson. It's whatever Joey name is. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Kate Hudson is on the. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson is on the Voice. <laughs> This is actually really cool. I'm sure it's going to fall flat here, but you can see the video. The video makes it even cooler, but all of those guys joined Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. They did a uh, an acapella medley of all of their voice coaches' big hits, and it turned out pretty cool. Okay, here we go. Look for the girl with a broken smile. Ask her if she wants to stay. I love that acapella stuff. I'm is surprised that, he got through that much of it. That's that not. That's way out of his 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 realm. I like acapella stuff. Get the hell out of here! You I'm like a big pentatonics fan. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'd imagine that's. I set. saw a commercial once with their. Music I was gonna say, it. get out of here! Say, I need three songs. By them. I'd imagine that's the second most effective uh, use of torture for, yep. for you. You know what? I know pentatonics songs. Remember that song? We are pentatonics. Hey 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 hey! Now we're back. There's no way you could tolerate an acapella song for more than one minute. A little barbershop quartet, I'm in. 
The whole video you can see it on the blog. It's pretty cool. It starts off in kind of like a Brady Bunch kind of everybody's in a little square kind of thing, and then it expands from there. It's pretty cool. My dad's in a barbershop quartet. Has been for 50 years, I think. Now you you want an invite to the next uh, concert? Nah. All right. Hey, uh, National Treasure, uh, Miley Cyrus quit weed. You remember that last year? How cool is that? She quit weed. She's back on weed. That's oh, dope. Okay, good. Okay. But she said, hey, she says she doesn't do it while she's working, only when she's chilling, and she smokes mostly. And who got her back on it? Anybody? Dog. Her mom. <laughs> my mom got me back on it when I'm just working. I don't think I function at my highest or my most intelligent, so I don't smoke when I work. But we do toke it a little every now and then, she says. That's nice. I think a bond. I get um, it. She doesn't function at her highest. Yeah. She's always writing, isn't she? Uh, for eight years now, YouTube has been putting in, uh, putting on an end-of-year rewind videos. I don't know if you guys have seen it, showcasing all the year's top trends and music and memes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this year's montage, even more annoying than in the past. I got through about a minute of it. It's on the blog if you want to check it out. But it is now the most disliked video of the entire year. Uh, second most disliked of all time, only behind Justin Bieber's baby video. Wow. 9.7 million dislikes that for that in eight years. What song is it? Justin Bieber's uh, Baby video. Oh, that is the most disliked? That's thing? the most disliked, but the eight, year eight of YouTube's end of year rewind videos okay. is now the second most disliked with eight million dislikes, but that's only been up for less than a week. So I tried watching it, and it's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, really, to play on the radio. Uh, I got through about a minute and a half of it. What um, is it? Just a montage it's of just things? It's all the cool things from the year. Yeah, but it, but it, but it's not like original. I mean, it's all original videos. So they have, like, actors and all the YouTube people doing, uh, like, a Fortnite breakdown or scene, and then, like, a, the yodeling kids scene and all these other scenes. It's like eight and a half minutes of... Drivel. Yeah. And uh, finally, oh, besides also on the blog is the uh, the new trailer for Godzilla King of Monsters uh, with Millie Bobby Brown on it. If you want to check it out, it's on the blog too. If you want to, if you want to see that. Uh, according to a poll, millennials prefer what kind of Santa? Funny or magical kind and jolly? Uh, funny Santa. Magical kind and jolly. I Millennials see, prefer funny. funny, yes. Yeah, older I think people. Tim Allen changed it. The older people are the ones that uh, that like the magical, kind, and jolly ones. So recent poll, 2000 adults, favorite movie Santa of all time. And I have the top 10. Favorite movie Santa of all time. Yes. My, my kids watch that Christmas Chronicles. We watched that too. How was it? They loved it. My wife absolutely loved it. I thought it was all right. They loved it. This is only really Russell. This is only going to really matter when when we get to number one. But this was conducted in Britain. Favorite? Oh, I I can tell you. I can tell you right you, now. You just know by it. That it's answer, just number one. Who is just it? Just by that answer. Uh, the guy that's the Jurassic Park guy. Uh, Attenborough. 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 David Attenborough. Uh, Richard Attenborough. Oh, that's it. Like David's the the one with the with the daughter from Mrs. Doubtfire. I listen. Um, the Miracle of 34th Street. Thank you. Hello, little one. How are you? Uh, Come. Well, she's deaf. You don't have to talk to her. She just wanted to see you. You are a very beautiful young. When does he get lady. funny? <laughs> now I tell you. Do you know? This is the magical kind of jolly one. Huh? Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. I got <laughs> <laughs>
That's uh, their favorite Santa? That's their favorite Santa. That version is the 1994 version of Miracle on 34th Street, obviously. That was also named the best Christmas movie. What about the bad Santa? Billy Bob Thornton? Billy Bob Thornton, Santa. Number eight on the list. Okay. Holy cow. Santa Claus has got to be on there, too. Tim Allen? Uh, number three. The Santa Claus. Uh, what about uh, the Santa in the OG? Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street. Street. Not in the top ten. Think of Christmas Santa. movies. Elf. Oh, did you want the... the, the... Uh, what's his name? Artie Lang, an elf? No, <laughs> not Artie Lang, an the elf. Christmas the actual Santa. Actual Who's real it? Santa is no, on the list? No, what's... Oh. The, the, What's his name? The guy that played Up, the voice in Up. Oh, Ed Asner. Ed Asner. Elf, yeah. number four. Oh. Okay. He was in it for three seconds. No, he wasn't. He was in it. Oh, at the end, bit. yeah. And at the beginning. What are some of the cutesy ones? I, I don't know how good this list is if Jim Belushi is on, on Jim it. Jim Belushi? Number 10 from Jingle All the Way. Oh, with Sinbad. Oh, yeah. Uh, the voice of Santa in Nightmare Before Christmas, Edward Ivory. Is oh, well, then um, it's what about the Tom Hanks in Polar I was Express? Say the one that I haven't nah, seen. He's number two. Oh, there it is. I love that movie. I cannot wait to watch that with my kids. Still never seen. You hate me, don't you? Number seven is Jim <laughs> Broadbent from Arthur Christmas. Oh, that's the uh, animated one. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, number five, Ken Hudson Campbell from Home Alone. David Huddleston from Santa Claus, the movie, which is a British movie. So, again, uh, as I said, British right. British deal. Uh, crabby birthdays. Haley Steinfeld is 22. Ryder Strong, that's Sean from Boy Meets World, he's 39. Ray Mysterio Jr., the wrestler, 44. Rapper Most Deaf is 45. Nikki Six from Motley Crue is 60. Uh, John Kerry is 75. And today's Burton birthday of the day. You most likely never hear her on the radio unless it's between Thanksgiving and Christmas. She's the only female to be in both the Rock and Roll and the Country Music Hall of Fame. She's the voice behind Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee, 74 years old. She's still alive, huh? Yeah. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Nikki Benz. Today's birthday girls handle more packages than both UPS and FedEx combined right. in 209 fine films, including King Dong Volume 3, Bangin' the Biggins, Lipstick, lingerie, and lesbians, undercover operations, special agent 69, <laughs> and who can forget her unforgettable role in Don't Trim That Bush? Nikki Benz, 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on the So nobody missed out on their picks. Scott. <laughs> yeah, man, you really got screwed over that. I did, man. He did. Technically, he, he definitely did. did. Yeah. Technically did. No doubt about it. Okay. Remember, King Scott last week was not here on Tuesday and didn't get his picks in in time. And market zero. Zero. Man, it, that ended my streak of perfection. That's so, not true. That's true. But Jeff locked out last week, so... You're welcome. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Kept the clothes, at least. He supports me more than anyone else on really the show. Do. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you can return the favor this week. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's make our real or fake pick. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to knock, knock. Because 
on. Bring them back. Boobs. I mean, wowie's out for this week. Wow. Christmas has come early. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. Amen. Am I right? Yes, Wowie and Zowie. Our real or fake sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so we're in week number six in our competition, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. And the standings. After week number five, myself and Tony Patrico, 16 points each. Kings of Moon right behind us, 14 points. King Scott, even though market zero last week, nine points. And Jeff Burton locked out last week, eight points. And this is it for the year. We're just so after this one, we just start over. Nope. Right? Yeah. nope. Uh, don't forget the punishment for this competition is the sexy calendar. The sexy, uh, sexy 2019 calendar, which will be sold for, for charity. And at least two of the months have to have whoever the loser is in lingerie. Mm. Women's lingerie. <laughs> oh, and that men's lingerie? There is such a thing oh, as men's lingerie. Why I'm asking. Women's, Jeff. All right. Women's, women's, women's. <laughs> right, it's one point for each, uh, for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock is two points. If you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So let's begin with a description of photo number one. Photo so. number one, we've got ourselves some Christmas cans here. We've got a straight-up booty shot. Uh, there is no, I'm not going to say hand bra. Her hands are not in the frame. but Her uh, hands are on her sides. We do have uh, tree emojis, and uh, they are very They're covering merry. up the naughty parts. <laughs> very, very merry. All right, I will uh, make the first pick for photo number one, and I'm saying these are real. Photo number one, real. Tony. Real. Moon. Tell you the truth, I don't like this pick because I'm 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 right down the middle, 50-50. Good for her real. This was a tough one. Jeff. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm right down the middle too. And here's the reason why. Right there. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That spot right there uh, on her left her left boob. That bothers a crap out of me. It really does. Can't bother you too much. I went real. Begrudgingly. King Scott. I went real on those presents under the tree. <laughs> we would. They are under the tree. You're yeah. right. I mean, listen, if, if if Tony and I boob sweep, we're only at 20. So there's no possibility for the competition to be closed out this week. Is somebody going to step out and maybe, maybe make a bold pick this week? We'll see. All real on photo number one. Nobody on photo number one. All right, photo number two. Photo number two. We've got ourselves some Riz Show beer boobs here. They have taken a lovely bottle of Taking Care of Rizness, and they've put it right on the most appropriate shelf that there is, the booby shelf. Wow. Yep. What an honor. (laughs) I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm living in the cleave. You're motorboating her. I am currently motorboating. But uh, as far as the ends, I mean, fantastic. And, And your tree looks beautiful in the background. Okay. We'll start with Moon. Oh, I said uh, good for her, man. I went real. Real. King Scott. Yes, I went real as well. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Real. Tony. Believe it or not, I went real. All right, I went real too. On photo number two. 
And finally, photo number three. Photo number three. This is the most covered up photo of the week, but uh, the straight up boobiest mugshot that we've got here. Uh, a nice navy blue straight up the dress middle. shirt. Uh, I believe there is a bra on underneath there, but I mean, we've got a, a lot of cleave showing, and this is uh, your straight up boobie nice. mugshot. Nice. Jeff, what do you think? Photo number three. I think they're very dense. I think they are very dense, which throws me, but I'm going real. Okay. Moon. Uh, good for her. I went real. I went real on photo number three as well. Tony? Real. Damn it. No bold picks. No nope. Scott. Well, you think so. Uh, I went real. real. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nobody mm -hmm. stepping out for fake. I'm in the middle of the pack. This is not the time to be bold. Nope. I don't care if I win. I just don't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if anybody was to essentially step out, you would think it would be the bottom feeders or somebody that's got a little bit of wiggle Ooh, room at the top. not nice. Nice. Nice, Tony. That is Guy not who just nice. got done doing a uh, punishment. Cool, man. But what? You're not at nice. the bottom. The cellar dwellers, I think, is a... Bottom feeder's a little bit derogatory, don't you think, jerk? A nicer way to put it. Especially this time of year. I know. Really. Uh, All right, okay. time for the locks. Your most confident picks. Two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong. And we start with Jeff Burton. Oh, he's letting the bottom feeders go first. Your lock of the week. <laughs> I'm going to go lock real two, sir. Okay. Lock it up, number two. King Scott. <laughs> I locked on number two as Ooh, well. Not good for Jeff. <laughs> Great. Thanks a lot. Look what I did for you last week. I know. Moon. I, not good for you guys, but good for me. I locked real number two. Locking in at number two. Tony Patrico. Real two. Lock. lock it in. And uh, I have locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Number four. You, uh, fake. Is that That's right? number one. <laughs> no, it's not. I know. It's number two. <laughs> lock it number two. All right. Now this is the second time around where everybody can change their answer uh, if nope. they want to. Nope. Now? We all we? have the same picks. How about now? Nope. <laughs> After a song? We all have the same picks. Want a dollar? Not great for Jeff. Mm -mm. All right, we'll have the results on Friday. Thank you, ladies, so much. And make your picks at 1057thepoint.com slash camp. Hey, it's JB Smoothie. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like j which is not cool. We got a uh, couple minutes left. Want to talk some food real quick? Yeah, always. always. God, it's so it's so weird these new pizza toppings, right? Mm -hmm. How creative people are getting. I don't know how you feel about this. Food news. But I guess we shouldn't be surprised anymore when somebody puts something stupid on top of pizza and calls it a topping. <laughs> the latest one: a restaurant in Toronto, which, by the way, Canada is the home of Hawaiian pizza. Like in Canada is where Hawaiian pizza was invented. Not Hawaii, hmm. but it was a Canadian guy that put the Canadian bacon and the and the pineapple on pizza first. But a restaurant in Toronto just created a pizza that uses bacon and pancakes as a topping. Okay. Yeah, it's a giant slice of pizza and has little pancakes on the top of it. Look it up. Show the, show the fellows a picture. So little pancakes on top of it, and each pancake has a little pat of butter and syrup on top. <laughs> There's no word on how it tastes. I'm this not sure. This is it. 
I'm not sure how I feel about this. That's that funny. Little pepperoni-sized pancakes. Little pieces of little pats of butter. Dude, you know what's awesome though is if you type in pan, you know, pancake bacon pizza, there are a bunch of pancakes out there that are the size of pizza that have crumbled bacon on it and like a sweet cheddar. Oh, yeah, I could do that. That sounds awesome. I get behind that. I don't know if I get behind this. Why not? I don't know yeah, if I need right. butter on my pizza. Honestly, it's the butter that. Well, what if what if it was already pizza? buttered? Those are tiny bits of butter. What if it was already but buttered? There's a lot of tiny bits of butter on there. Eh. You know what I'm saying, Riz? Like, oh my God, that. I think, yeah, you need to see this picture. This is the actual thing. This is real size. Oh. Does that change your mind? Those everyone? are full-size pancakes with about silver dollar size chunks of butter on there. Yeah, yeah, but the pizza slice is the size of a small child. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, I don't know how it tastes. I haven't, I haven't heard how it tastes. W- would it make a difference to you if the the pancakes came out hot? They buttered them in the back and then put the pancakes on top of that. I don't know if I need pancakes on my pizza. Nobody needs it. Is you, you, technically, it, you don't need bacon on your pizza. Is it the rest of it like tomato sauce and everything and normal cheese? It looks like it, it looks like a normal, normal slice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's shoulder to fingertip length. <laughs> How about this? The slices. Soon you might be able to eat two of your favorite Italian dishes all rolled into one. Little Caesars is testing out lasagna pizza. Is it just a full? Little Caesars testing out lasagna pizza. All right. The 14-inch round pie features toasted Parmesan breadcrumb crust. Top with uh, marinara sauce. Mini ribbon pasta. Italian sausage and a blend of uh, cheeses. Mozzarella, sure. Munster, and ricotta. I'd do that. I guess they're offering this thing in a select uh, in select stores in Ohio, Georgia, West Virginia. I guess if it's uh, successful, rolls out nationwide. Lasagna is so good. Oh, so my good. mom's making lasagna for Christmas. Oh, Love I it. can't wait. And finally, let's uh, let's just go over some of our snacking habits real quick and see how we measure up to America. Probably not good. So a new survey asked people about their snacking habits. And when you snack, we'll go around the room. Do you normally go for sweet things like cookies or salty things like chips? Moon. Uh, usually it's chips. Jeff. Salty. Salty? Salty. Salty for me. 69% said salty. 31% said sweet. Do you pretty much snack throughout the day or at a specific time each day? Both. Throughout the day. <laughs> throughout the day. Throughout the day? I would say throughout the so day. So it varies. Um, I would say it varies for me as well. 67% said it varies throughout the day. 33% have a regular time they like to snack. Are you a late night snacker? No. Yes. Yes. I was. I'm not now. I can't eat at night. Meaning, I mean, so on like Fridays, Saturdays, mm-hmm. after S- 9 o'clock. Sit down and watch a show and I got something in my lap. I am a late night snacker. Mm-hmm. You are not? I was. I can't anymore. Like, it would wreck me before I go to bed. 54% of us are late-night snackers. Last night for us, it was uh, these cheese puff wafer things and apple with peanut butter. Do you ever eat in bed? Yes. No. No. I do not. I have in the past. I do not now. No, I do not. Uh, so, Jeff, you do eat in bed. Yeah, my double stuffed Oreo cookies and a glass of milk. 34% said they do eat in bed. Interesting. Wait a second. That's in bed? I never that's envisioned That's very yeah. interesting, yeah. especially if you are going to snack in bed. That's an interesting choice yeah. with the Dunkin' of the cookies and the milk. Why? Well, because it was I mean, so... They're, they're, it's a crumbs thing. And, 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 and crumbs. 66% Zero crumbs. 
Oh no, there's crumbs. Do you, do you eat with it with a plate underneath no, you? No, I do it with the glass underneath. His, oh, yeah, okay. his crumbs are at the bottom of the glass. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That makes a bit more sense. But this entire time, I envisioned you looking like Scrooge with like you know the the pointy hat, silk hat. I didn't think it was sitting that. sitting at a table. No, I thought the kitchen bed. table. No. I thought yeah. the kitchen table too. No, it's part of the whole going to bed routine. That's, I, that's I would also feel that there'd be some milk drippings. Yep. No, I mean I was I drink a glass of water before bed. It's no dribblage. Yeah, but if there were, There's, but but you're not drinking the water. Rancid. They're not. You're not drinking the water from like. The water glass to another receptacle to then your face. Yeah. yeah. 66% of us do not eat in bed because they hate having crumbs in their sheets. Do you store, uh, store snacks anywhere other than your kitchen? Like your desk or your car? No. Uh, yes. In the office, yeah. Yes. For sure. I do not. Yeah, I there's, do not. There's, I have sunflower seeds in the office, so I guess that answer that is, is yes. yes yeah, desk or your car. Nothing yeah. in your car? And any food that we no. bring in here. Right? Now I'd have like a cliff bar or some sort of protein bar in my car, and then seven months later and 15 shapes later, I'd find it and go, ah, I probably shouldn't need that. <laughs> you no, you, you keep food here. Ah, yeah, but that's um, like lunch. No, he has snacks and stuff here. Do you have snacks here? No, the only thing I have is like a like a fig bar that I just decided not to eat today, but that's not typical. I mean, it's it's... I, like, I, where mean, if you I guess feel, so. If you're feeling peckish, you know, I'm just going to have a little, mm. <laughs> a little mm. something. Yeah. We're on a different yeah. subject? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you do snack throughout the day, but most of the time you go to the machine. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. getting it out of here. I brought it that day. 24% said they do keep snacks in places other than the kitchen. And are you more likely to snack if you're having a bad day? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 66% of us, yes, if they're having a bad day, they do snack more. All right, so you're... Fairly normal, most of us. I think so. Jeff's still weird. That's not true. It's cool. Correct. Nope. And the bed thing, I think, is law. <laughs> huh? Oh, so the one final question weird. here. I mean, is Jeff weird? 100% yes. <laughs> All of America agrees. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Hey, Donnie. Hey, man, what's going on? Good morning, sir. Man. Accomplished today. Lots. Got a lot done. Covered a lot of ground. And it's all up there for you on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Uh, we found out what uh, people's favorite movie Santas were. We uh, wrapped up with a whole bunch of food news, including uh, pancakes on pizza and then lasagna on pizza. You can find out where you can get those types of things up on the blog. There's a whole lot of videos as well, including the new trailer for the uh, Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters, which has... Um, What's that gal? Millie from, Bobby uh, Brown? Yeah, from uh, Stranger Things. Those uh, those trailers, a whole bunch of other videos that uh, that were covered in crap on celebrities. And then, of course, uh, sports wrapped up on our social media at Riz Show. You're going to want to find out who got shot, how that went down, and it was uh, awfully funny. The blog, the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash whatever. It's called This Is My Daughter, That's What She Said. Huh. Find out why. <laughs> By listening on your favorite podcast. Also, we found out what a... Uh, cookie exchange party is. Mm-hmm. Or at least I did. Yeah, I was going to say. Should my wife bake for this cookie exchange party on, on Thursday, or should she just buy the cookies? She should bake. She should probably bake. Or just not go. Or not go. <laughs> 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 or that's the route I would take, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
but I can't speak for her. What do you got coming up, Donnie? Uh, I got a, I got a few things here. We'll talk Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Uh, there's a French swimmer who's, uh, man, he's way more of a man than me. Also, Wayne's World 2, I read something yesterday that legitimately blew my mind. We'll talk the blues. Courtney loves a victim for once. I've got Dirty Heads tickets to give away. I think I've got some blues tickets to give you as well. And I thought there was something else in there as well. Oh, uh, they announced another really cool rock festival that you could travel to in a, in a reasonable distance. We'll talk about that as well. And, uh, you know, I've got some other stuff going on. Great. Too, so hang out. Donnie Fandango next. Friday, myself and Jeff Burton at Helium Nightclub for the Sumo and Saki event. Sumo wrestling, a sake yeah. tasting. That'll be fun. That'll be a good uh, Heliumcomedy.com. Use the promo code Riz to get yourself some discounted tickets. I know there's two shows that evening. Right. Yeah. And this has been a massive success in other cities, and we want oh, to be yeah. huge here. So oh, come yeah. out and join it's us. Gonna it's going to be it's fun. Like, it's a great place and a great place to, to eat a meal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Food, sake, fat guys. Yep. What else? It's going to be want? great. Yeah. Big boned uh, Saturday, I will be at the Mattress Direct in Fairview Heights starting at 3 o'clock for the Points uh, Food Drive, Holiday Food Drive. Uh, and then Sunday, Patrico's at DB's for some Sunday football beginning at noon. 11, but yes. 11. Yeah, if you were going to say noon Eastern. Why is it noon sometimes and 11 other times? Blues game. Mm. So I'm there early so I can get over to the Blues game and do a little wiki wiki You ride it up there? Uh, yeah, but I mean, the, the Sunday football special is all Sunday long. <laughs> uh-huh. So Put it right there. You want to see it? Just I, just for me. Okay. But I'm, I got a big screen in front of me. Patrico writes down the events. And I just kind of run through them. It just, I guess, I, well, I guess every Look, time. Well, all year I never have put a time on there ever because it's never been set ever. And then, well, sometimes I say noon, and then you go eleven. I go, and sometimes okay, 11. it's at eleven thirty, and sometimes it's at noon. So, well, if we know, we could just put it up on the board. Maybe for next year, we'll make that a goal for twenty nineteen. So okay. Now you got homework for twenty nineteen. I'll be there starting at 7.30 a.m. Hey, you know what? If you weren't, thank God you put it on the board. Put it on the board. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz. Member of the day shouting out Angie Andrews one more time from Flarison. Welcome to the family. And she wants to hear this song here. And Donnie, uh, Donnie Fandango next. Right there to my right. Totally know that. And we shall see you tomorrow. Goodbye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.